But I wanted to do in the first round, actually, uh, I had to, I, I was planning on going three rounds. I wanted to really just go back with the UFC and just make a statement and just mm -hmm. say, you know what, let me play around. Not play around, but like mean business, but like let's let's see how deep I can take him into this water. Right. But I started to see him breathing. I'm like, well, his cardio, yeah. his cardio sucks. And the night before, I looked at film and every American that he fought. Um, he had a problem because America, we got real big boys. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and then so when I got back up, I said, let me just apply the pressure. And when I applied the pressure, I put him on a cage, which I love to be on a cage. So most guys put me on the cage. It's like, I'm like, I'm home. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to put my weight up on the guy. Um, he kept trying to pull away. So I dropped my, every time he pulled, I dropped my weight. It's like taking a takedown. So you get fatigued fast as hell. Mm -hmm. All right. So I wanted to test his gas tank. And when I saw him breathing, I started getting him that, that Conor McGregor shoulder joint. Yeah, there. I saw that. <laughs> you know yeah, what see, I'm saying? Like, I don't know much about MMA, but I know from grappling, that shit's tiring yeah. as fuck right that's, there. Yeah, that that's, looks like nothing is going on. That's, it looks that's like tiring. they're leading on each other, but yeah. that's way more yeah. fatigue. Some nice anything. knee shots Man. there. To yeah, the, hitting the quad with those yeah. knees. Dead leg. That weight up there is not fun. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to just yeah. keep him on the cage. And I, I that would have been the dumb decision. But uh, I wanted to see if I can like literally get him up off his off his feet, I'm six five, so lifting him up right there is hard for him to just stay stay up like that. So I wanted to get up under his neck. You see, he's getting tired. Too. Yeah, so he's getting his tired. Hands are so lower. he's not bouncing like he. Once I saw this, time. once yeah. I saw this right here, he's, look at that big exhale he had there. That's when I really just say, you know what? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, he's done. You can see the wind is gone. Yeah, you he look just as good as you did in the first round. Yeah, yeah he, took, <laughs> he took another big breath there. He's just throwing trying to finish the fight. So I'm just really just countering everything he throw now. So whatever he throw, I want to counter it. I wanted he, to throw a, 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 a real right hook right mm -hmm. there, but I didn't want to finish the fight like that. You know what I'm saying? I wanted, to, I wanted to get a bonus. I wanted to go take him down to the ground and ground and pound the shit out of him. He had, yeah, he had to hate life when that happened. <laughs> when, when you're down on your back, and then, okay, it's, it sucks just to be in side control when you're doing jiu-jitsu. But when you have your hands locked up in a crucifix and you can't do nothing and have a giant pounding on your face. Like, yeah, I put him in a crucifix with <laughs> my dread. You saw that shit? Yeah. It was in my dread. Like, <laughs> like that life has to suck. So, like, when you're going into a fight, how much does, like, game planning actually play out? Um, there it is right there. Yeah, that's, there yeah. So, game planning um, plays a lot, man. A lot of people say they don't game plan, but any athlete should game plan. You know, because you never know when you might have to go into danger deep water you know get that 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 alert that danger alert right so some should go off in anybody head because oh, you don't want to be like that no, you don't want to no. be in that position right there There's and no i definitely damn sure don't want to be in a position yeah. like that you know what i'm saying so when i just think about it you know sometimes you can go out there a little cocky and a little arrogant which i do sometimes but this wasn't a fight for that you know yeah. i um when i gained my um uh, my uh my focus in the second round and I was looking for that um, that underhook um, space crank, you right. know, mm -hmm. when I when he took him down with it. So I knew wherever I put his head, his body gonna go. Mm -hmm. So that's why he went down. So when I did that, I just, I felt a lot relaxed and said, okay, damn, that's the game plan. Yeah. I could have did that in yeah. the first round. Once he went you know, turtle, you know, it was not it was not a good thing. Yeah, and then I took him to the ground, put him in a turtle neck. So so going back to that strategy thing, like when it comes to studying the tape, do you predominantly do that to your, yourself or your coaches do that and say, hey, Daniel, this is going to be the game plan on what we've watched? Well, you know what? It's just like whoever's around me at the time, like whoever's coaching me mm -hmm. or who was in my corner at the time, I want to make sure everybody watching the film, watching mm -hmm. the tape, because I barely watch fight film. Okay. Unless I feel threatened, so but in this case I didn't feel too threatened watching the film, but I did 
understand the fact that I am in another country mm-hmm. and I can't afford to let this go to decision. Oh yeah. And I can't we, we learn what I can't yeah. yeah. I can't afford to say um let's try to I wanted to go through let's 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 try to go three rounds and 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 that third round you might go to a decision cuz he'll start running. That's what they do in Europe. They start running around the ring. So you don't want to run around a 30-foot-ass ring yeah. trying to chase somebody at 6'5", 265 pounds in the damn ring. You, you get tired. You know what I'm saying? So um, when I'm watching the game, the um, the fight film, I just want to make sure everybody in the room getting a feel of what I'm looking at. So first thing everybody said was, Oh, his his cardio. For he said he said it, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, his cardio ain't shit." So I'm like, well, he, "He was." He that's can. what I want. That's what I wanted to hear. He I didn't want to hear them say, "Yeah, I didn't want to hear them say, oh, man, you can whoop him deep.'" Well, we know that, but the thing is, I wanted them to pick out something that, you know, what I'm saying that I was thinking about cardio, and I understand the heavyweight with cardio couldn't go all the way. Yeah, he was yeah. gassed as a personal trainer at that point. Like, take a break. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, you, were, you, know, you can see it at the second time against that cage. He wilted. He's like, yeah. I don't yeah. want no so more of this shit. Conditioning played a big part in this. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean that'd be a good way to close out the year too. Right? I mean, great year. 2020 great, crazy great this year. Yeah, man. Coming off two like losses that like the, the fight before that we talked about with the decision. Yeah, with the decision. I'm watching that fight and that's not just playing home team right now. I don't know how anybody saw a dude win that fight. The referee had it out for me, man. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> like, I mean, he had it out for me, man. At the very least, you call that thing a draw. Yeah. The fact that he won the fight, no way. Unanimous decision. Yeah, too. the man. The it referee. must have been uh, Chris Lee over there. Yeah. Was Chris <laughs> Lee judging that? Yeah. Man, that shit was crazy. <laughs> that's I mean, just... The Brett Martin fight where, you know, you're pretty much winning that fight all the way through and then get caught with a legal knee at the end. So Yeah, that's the back, disqualification right. fight. Yeah, yeah. They had to come off that and get that big win and get yourself yeah. back in that yeah. momentum, man. That had to be good. And how does how does that affect you in like the in the organization? Do they talk behind the scenes about like like where do you go from here? You know, you you had that disqualification. Obviously you're whipping the guy's ass. But, yeah. So it's not uh, a loss. It, it's not a, it's, it's not a loss. Yeah. Because the thing is the right people viewed it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just like um um some people viewed the some people viewed this fight and the disqualification fight that I had mm-hmm. and the the Rosalind fight. Right. Uh, coming back to the U.S., a bunch of people in the U.S. kind of viewed it as some, some organizations. And they were just like, wow, this guy should have just, he's no way he should have lost. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But Especially that Rosalind fight. It's whatever. Yeah. whatever it is what I it don't is. Know what yeah. they're looking at. And, um, but they looking at, they looking at the, um, how active I was in the ring. And they looking like, well, we know the disqualification fight. It had to be some shit going on with that because there's no way he should have got disqualified. Cause we played that shit in slow motion so many times. But the referee, man, the, I, I said to this day, if you on my Instagram, the referee had it out for me. Because <laughs> he came in the back. I'm zoned out. And the referee came in the back and said something to me. Um, I say something back to him, but he wanted to get aroused. Like he got an attitude. And one of my coaches said something to him. And when the fight came... The referee says so many things to me in the ring that a ref shouldn't say to a pro athlete. And Do you smell like cigarettes and alcohol? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was just saying things out of his mouth like, oh, be quiet, yeah. just fight. So I'm like, yeah. fight, I'm whooping his ass. This was overseas too? No, no this, no, was, no, this no, was in Minnesota last year, right? Okay. Minnesota last year? This is in Minnesota the last year. tournament, right? Yeah, we fight for the LFA tournament. Okay. Okay. Shout out to LFA Air Source. I am put, put the heavyweight division to work. Yeah. You have fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So yeah. So yeah, going um going forward, like what are you thinking for twenty twenty one? How many times you think you want to get in that cage? What are you thinking about fighting? Like you're basically a free agent right now, right? Nah, I'm I'm signed. I'm signed. I'm signed to ACA. I signed a um I signed a multiple fight deal with ACA. Um but um 
it just, you know, just going all the way over to Europe fighting, it was kind of a bother. Yeah. And um, going over that last year and losing that split decision was bothering me too. So going back over there, this year was a mission. Even though I was signed to a contract, I wanted to show them that like, hey, listen, I'm worthy. I'm one of the best mm-hmm. heavyweights in the world. Um, give me, give me somebody. Give me somebody that y'all want to send right. up to the top and be champion for y'all division. And um, and they gave me um that guy. And he was, they, he was being groomed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went in and stopped him. Well, he so, learned. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? So he, he learned. When he come in, he was 9 and 1, or 8 and 1. So they definitely had one, plans yeah. for him. And then yeah, and that was a DQ, though. He was actually 8 no. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, so he's a, a good he's a good fighter. So, they, they, so the yeah. fact that you went, went in there, they they're trying to, you know, get him going. And you, you stopped his yeah, And training. I stopped you his stopped his high yeah. Yeah. There you go. And, yeah. and all that entails, like, when you're getting ready for this fight, how soon did you have to be in Poland? Like, how early did you get there? Man, dude, you know what? 10 days out? A week, two weeks out? I had to get there six days, five days Were you even adjust? Six days out. Even acclimated to the time change? Uh, well, at that point? going over this time, yeah. I was more acclimated. Okay. Um, still not 100%, but I was still acclimated because the thing is I spent more time telling them not to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Telling my guys that went me, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. And then you know it's rough when your boy's walking with you and they, they sleeping and yeah. shit, walking damn there. And, and I'm really like, man, don't go to sleep. Don't go to sleep. But um, I was able to stay up and um, I didn't get sleep and I woke up on a schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, I did everything that I was supposed to do according with like um, the itinerary that they wanted. Um, and I was just ready to just get this over with, man, so I could head to 21, man. Yeah. I'm like, let me finish this out strong because 2021 is about to be the season of beatdown. Like, <laughs> I'm, beating, I like I'm not it. just beating them. I'm just going to beat them down. So they have any idea what they want you to fight over there, or any? any I got an idea, idea who I think I'm gonna fight next. Um, because the thing is, I'm 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 in a I'm, I'm in a rankings ranked really high. So I think I'm gonna fight probably the number four guy. Um, I can't pronounce his name, <laughs> Russian or Russian. Chechnya or something like that. But it's Smo Smovi or something. Ends in a V. But, uh, but anyway, <laughs> that's yeah. Anyway, that's who ACA gonna give to me, and and I and I want him. So, you know, I just want to show them that um, whoever they put in front of me um, is going to be worth it. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we can, ho- hopefully COVID will be fucking, you know, uplifted a little bit. We can go to the, uh, we can get some crowd. Because, you know, they yeah. packed the houses over there. You talking about 80,000. Damn. <laughs> you talking about. Damn. You talking about they pack it. So I'm ready to just, I'm just, man, I'm ready to just look look at this and put this behind me and, um, and get ready for what's next for 2021 because it's about to be a slam, yeah. And man, big, gonna be a big year for fights in 2021 too, especially yeah. MMA. Man, a lot of big fights coming through. Yeah, and uh, especially the heavyweights. Heavyweights are up and up and coming right now. We were trying yeah. to talk that before on one podcast. How yeah. like there's a lot of guys, especially even in UFC, who are, aren't ranked right now. And yeah, starting to they're starting to grow up. That older class is kind of starting to shape out a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love to, love to see you make some moves in that heavyweight division. I think. Yeah, I I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that, and I told my manager, I said, "Hey, you know what, man? Um, you know, the UFC did a lot of cuts. I think they did like what sixty cuts. There's, there's still shit? more to be cut. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Seventy or but, eighty. But I, I understand why. You know, they're looking for uh, they're looking for people to become more athletic and more more conditioned and, and overall fighters. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like Mike just said about the heavyweight division. The heavyweight division used to be the most watched fight. Yeah. Everybody want to see a boxing big weight too, you know? hit. Yeah, yeah. Same. when heavyweights are on, you know, like the fight and, world is huge. Yeah, and I always and I always told you that I didn't want I didn't want to be that heavyweight that just go in and you want to say, oh, he's just going to throw the knockout punch. I wanted to be the heavyweight to go in and wear and tear you, and and, and destroy you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Beat you up and then knock you out. You know what I'm saying? I want to show a lot of athleticism, a lot of energy, a lot of um, 
um, a lot of condition. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us don't, a lot of heavyweights don't have that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I look at this UFC heavyweight division the week that I fought. Those heavyweight fights the week that I fought, that whole prelim, I would eat everybody up on that. Yeah. Prelim. I say, how do you feel about that bottom end uh, uh, heavyweight I, division? I, I, like, from watching this, I'm like, I think uh, you can definitely I, compete. I think, I think there's for sure. one name that comes to all of our heads right now. Yeah. A <laughs> 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 oh, man, that was starting too much beef out right. there. But, uh, <laughs> Man named Greg Hardy. I'd like to see. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see uh, yeah, Dan yeah, Hoppin' yeah. do a couple things with. with yeah, you know. he might need to take his asthma pump. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't playing. Yeah, he brings that cardio. Like yeah, you know, yeah, you gotta we're gonna whoop him. He's, he ain't he, he he can't bring the cardio um, to the to the a big cage like that. Nah, mm-hmm. and you know, over in Europe, man, the, the the talent the talent is a little different. You know what I'm saying? Like those guys. Are in listen. He might have like some guys don't have a gas tank, but mm-hmm. those those are athletes over there. Well, not only that too. Like we kind of talked about it with Greg Hardy, he kind of got fed. Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna feed you some meat that we know you can get to. I know yeah. I can. I remember back in XFO days. Yeah, like, they weren't feeding you. Like they you never were, fed. You me. were never yeah. going to that. You know, soup cans. Yeah. You never were getting these fights. Like most regional fighters get. They're not gonna fight anybody until they get to the big show. Yeah, everybody just and, gave and, me. Like, you were going from from day one, finding the, the best available to you. you know? Yeah. Who's next? Give him yeah. the day you James. I'm like, God damn, man. Like <laughs> bread, a, a bun yeah. of bread or something. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I, then, you know, you, you, you go home and you tell your homies, they like, man, man you, were you, fighting, fighting you were fighting I'm Curtis like, Blades before it was cool. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know, me and Curtis went at it when we was just the two top guys here in Chicago. Just, man, we was in the gym one day and asked us to fight each other. Yeah. We was amateurs. It's a cool and video, man. We like had more yeah. fans at a damn amateur showcase in Chicago than anybody ever had a property fight card. Yeah. And we had fun doing it, though. Right after that, we went to New York and fight. Together. You guys still talk? Yeah, From we talk all yeah. the time. Me and Curtis talk all the time. I want them to give him, the, I want them to give him a title shot. I think he's being cheated, cheated out of that. Mm. Well, they, yeah. well, I mean, Curtis doesn't have the most entertaining yeah. style for sure. And plus, you got to give Francis that shot first. Obviously, he only got, I, I would say he has one loss because he lost to Francis twice. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. like, give Francis that shot first. But, like, you know, you know, John, John's going to cut him in line. Yeah. John, John, yeah. And, line. and see, that's the trouble. Yeah. You know, you know, you got John Jones, somebody that stands up and scratch their knees. Right. And, mm-hmm. and that's athletic, freak, yeah. of, freak of nature. And I don't see nobody beating John Jones in whatever you, division he goes to. You know, Francis? You think Francis rushes on him? Jones, uh, I think John, Jones outpoints him. Uh, it's, yeah. It outpoints him. Well, yeah. if he goes longer than around, yeah, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, Jones, Jones is not about to sit up there and Francis, go. To, nah. The thing is, well, he's got an 84 inch reach, doesn't he? 81. Yeah, Jones, the reach ever. Jones has. Well, Jones is longer than Francis. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Francis, um, John Jones reaches like Kevin Durant, and he's yeah. a seven footer. Yeah, I mean, obviously, John Jones is one of the greatest, if not the greatest of all he's time. He's the greatest of all time, and Francis just has to touch you. Yeah, for, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. He but you know what? It, it's like that. But the thing is, sometimes you can't touch nobody. Yeah, that's and you got to fight. Yeah, look but at Stepe. And, yeah. and honestly, I think that fear it probably would make John better. When you're a little bit afraid of that power, like I, I think a light heavyweight yeah, started catching up to him. You might see like, he wasn't afraid no more. Yeah, like he was. You know, they were. You know, kind of. Step downs in competition yeah. when he was fighting, but like now he can't do that. You would think he'd go back to like some of that wrestling of his, though. Like, I think, like, I think that's like what a, I think that'd be a, a lot old Jones. Tiring as hell. But yeah. I think a person like John Jones fighting against a guy like Francis, uh, not taking anything from Francis. I like Francis a lot. Mm-hmm. Playing on training with a guy, and, yeah. you know, um, he works out with a buddy of mine down in San Francisco, Carl. And um, I definitely want to get down there and get some rounds in with well, those guys. Also, too, we're jumping the gun because Francis got to beat Stipe. He already lost him one time. Yeah, he <laughs> lost him. Stipe, Stipe is um, uh, is what the heavyweight division needs to see. Right. 
you know, he's athletic, he's tall. He's well-rounded. Um, he's well-rounded. Yeah, he can yeah, box, he can right. wrestle. He's not a one-dimensional yeah. fighter. I look at him more of a freestyle-type fighter. Yeah. I don't put him into any categories as being like a ground guy or a striker. He's tough as a motherfucker, I just think too. he's a well-rounded martial artist. Now too. You know, he's a um, um, master of many arts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I just think he just um, got so much in his itinerary. Um, and, um, and he's like, he can tire the guy out. He can walk him down. He can play the game. He can fight backwards. Yeah. Like, and that's something, you know, fighting backwards, it's, it's a hard for a lot of guys going backwards fight for a heavyweight. That thing with Stipe too, it's so, it's so like, like, there's not that one thing. You don't have to worry about a knockout power, but he can knock you out. You don't have to worry about his wrestling, but he can wrestle. You know, right. he'll tap if he got to tap. Like, there's not really one weakness. He's, like, just good at everything. Yeah, you know, man. He's just really, no, no, like, superb skill off the charts, but he's good at every area of the fight. And that's, Is there uh, any one up-and-coming heavyweight you got your eye on that you're like, oh, this, this guy? Man, we just talked about that the other day, actually. Um, man, like maybe, really? like, you know, like the likes of uh, Romanov, Tom Aspinall. Uh, who else is in that division? What's the um, Espino? Uh, I Juan Espino, yeah. Juan Espino? Yeah. yeah. The Spanish, yeah, Spanish. That's my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's that's sharp, my dog. Man. Yeah, he's sharp. That's why he can, he can wrestle. We was at the, yeah, um, can... we was down at Vegas. Remember, remember we was at Vegas for the reality joint? We was down there, um, I was down there getting ready for the tough reality show and um, had a great time. Um, I got a chance to really showcase. And I think that's when a lot of things kind of took off for me. So I went down there and I just like literally clowned everybody, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. And, um, and, stuff, and um, yeah, and then to be the guy down there, you just looking at this big guy and they're like moving fast. Hell, I was down there with my buddy. He told me I ain't even know you can move that fast. I'm like, yeah. shit, I ain't know I can move that fast. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, uh, me and Juan was my first, he was the first guy they gave me. So me and Juan, we was already boys. I trained down American team, top team for a little bit, mm-hmm. and um, he was down there training. And um, he's really good at jujitsu. Yeah. Did you uh, work with uh, my long lost brother Phil Derue? Oh, that's my man. <laughs> Phil <laughs> did my conditioning. Yeah. <laughs> Phil did my conditioning, man. Yeah, Shout man. out to Phil. Phil's a yeah. beast, oh, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. I did some of his workout videos. Phil is a beast, man. Good YouTube I, channel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I worked out with Phil hands on when he first got to American top team, really, yeah. and. You know, he trained King Mo like clockwork. King mm. Mo, King Mo probably he just won uh, by the MMA awards the uh, trainer of the year. Yeah, yeah, he he uh, should have got that. He, he should have got that. Year. Yeah, he 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 opened my eyes up to a lot of that stuff and just the the aspects of staying in shape. He got all type of stuff for yeah. for 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 power developing, power and punches, yeah. stronger hips. Yeah. Um, I do a lot of these things to strengthen my hips too. Um, but feels a feels feels a beast of yeah. a hell of a trainer. That's yeah. why a lot of good guys come from America Top Team. But a lot of guys had, don't. As a trainer had to hear his name out there because his name. Yeah, he that, you and know? that and that and that's the thing what blows him up, blows him up because you got to think about everything Emmanuel Nunez doing in the ring. Her conditioning coming from Phil. Yeah, and despite all the fact that the skill and the, you know Amanda's a dog. Yeah. Let me tell you something. She's a dog. I've seen her train. Yeah, like I've seen her train. And Cyborg is a dog. Well, you can too. even you know see what I'm saying? him on but, his YouTube channel when he's putting these fighters through the workouts. Yeah, they're over dry heat. They, yeah, they're it's they're like down. what the hell? Yeah, and I, through some you know stuff. what I did? Yeah, when I, I worked out with I worked out with Phil. My silly ass wore sauna suit. <laughs> 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 he say, "What are you doing?" I say, "I'm a man, I'm putting the sauna suit. On. I'm gonna just cut cut a little weight." <laughs> and and I'm dad and I'm, I'm working out and shit. And he like do this. I'm like, I like feel. I know you. He making me do a lot of this shit because he know that I'm like in fitness a little bit. So by me doing that stuff, the things that he had me doing was great. 
But I had kind of injured myself when I got to America Top Team that first, second day because I'm about to train with Junior DeSantos. Mm -hmm. Everybody that I saw on TV fight, you right. know what I'm saying, in this sport, I'm like, damn, I'm going to die here. Like, You're in the thick of it. I ain't just a, yeah, a, a, a window seal no more. I'm the, I'm the show yeah, now, yeah. you know, and, and I'm dying and I'm training. So everybody looking at me like, man, who is, the, man, who is this? And then got a confident booster from Coach Conan. Coach Conan is the head coach down at um, America Top Team, and he was just like, hey, just do your thing. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I thought about it. I said, you know what? Coming to America Top Team, you can't just come here and try to learn. You got to know something. So um, they did – the first drill we did was a drill that we do here in Chicago at MTC. It's an on-the-wall direct wrestling drill. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, peace on cake. I'm at home now. Yeah. So now I got to work on standing up and stopping people from taking me down, and I can execute some type of throw or whatever. And then I kind of execute some thumbs. I'm like, okay. So now they, I see everybody looking. They're like, oh, shit, okay. He do legit. Yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying. Doing. Yeah, I was wondering how that worked. You just you can't just show up to a oh, gym man, and expect to, to get in. You, you gotta. What do you, you have? You have to, well, they, I mean, top team does have like open class, but it's not like you're gonna be. Yeah, yeah it's like but you, you, it's not with the pro. Like, yeah, yeah, it's not with the pro. So you come in and train with the pro. Yeah, what do you got to do to get in with the? You could be you could be a top amateur. They don't mean you training with the pros. You know what I'm saying? So it's no. When I was down, it was just like it was up. You you gotta you gotta get your spot. Get in where you fit in, and um and and um and just um. And just, man, just let it go from there. And and when I did that, I was just like, well, damn, I'm going to be Sparma Jr. every damn day. Olympic <laughs> boxer. Yeah. You know, so I'm going to be Sparma yeah. with him every day until I leave. And I was down there five weeks, five, That's six-week so awesome. training camp. And, um, you know, had a chance to just, you know, me hack the Lombard. Mm -hmm. uh, no, that's when I chopped it up with King Mo. Mo I mean, was just cool. That, that place alone is uh, jam-packed with Yeah, yeah man. and those guys, they don't see Bigfoot Silver. Got a chance to spar with yeah. him. That's cool. Um, my man Walt Harris, uh, he dealt with a loss of his daughter. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Walt Harris. Uh, and just being down there, you know, because all your life you're just looking like, damn, will you ever be able to just like train with like the best in the world? When people are telling you you one of the best already, I'm just like, let me get down here and really, this your test. You That's know Coconut Creek? Coconut, Coconut Creek. Creek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this your test. So you get down there, you start training, then you got to think about what could you do to stand out? Because you got the best striking coaches down there. Yeah. You, got the, you got Steve Mako, the wrestling shake coach. off that imposter syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. What am I doing here? Right? You got to shake that. Like, no, I right. belong here. This is where I should be right, right and, now. And that's, when I, and that's when I, I realized, Mike, I, after that first three minutes of me being on the wall wrestling, I got off the wall. And when, I get, when, when somebody told me, man, good job, big dog. It was just one cat from, um, from um, not Brazil, a town outside of Brazil or something. But... Um, he was a young up and coming kid. Now he actually just signed a bell to a Saeed. Um, he gave me a handshake and said, "Man, you move fast, big man. Good job." And I'm like, "Who is this young guy?" You know, he <laughs> wasn't even an amateur yet, but he was up there giving, giving everybody good work. And um, and after that, I'm just like not knowing who he was. I'm just thinking he had American top team, so he got to know something. So I'm just like, "Damn, okay, yeah, it's showtime." You know, something. What's the next somebody? drill? Yeah. What's yeah. the next drill? So we got the going, got the going and that thing, and then I just I just took it from there. And then, like you said, I just thought about it. Man, I'm supposed to fucking be right, here. Yeah, no. I had to give myself a pep talk. I look in the mirror and say, they I'm know, supposed to be yeah. here. I, like, I'm not with these fighters. I'm one of these I'm fighters. I'm one of these I'm fighters. I'm one of these fighters. Yeah. And then when the coach come and tell you, man, you, know, you ever thought about moving down here? I'm like, oh, shit, I showed out. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm like, okay, I guess I'm doing my thing because if, a, you know what I'm saying, the guy, you know, you got, you know, Dean Thomas. Mm-hmm. 
You got Coach Conan. Mm-hmm. You got Steve Mako, Olympic wrestler, teaching a gold medalist, yeah, right? You got no more Chicago There's so many people winters. that train out of you that. You got Cattell Kerbis. Yeah. Cattell Kerbis teaching the Muay Thai. Oh, Macaron. All Burns do the jiu yeah. down there. Yeah. Man. Yeah. And, and I'm looking like, oh, shit, I'm about to absorb everything down here that's good to put into my arsenal when I get back to Chicago and anybody I fight. I'm going to create my own top team in Chicago. Wherever I go. train at, yeah. people are going to follow me. And that's what I wanted to do. And that's what I started doing. And I started to get a lot of heavyweights to come to train with me here in Illinois. So how long do you think about fighting? Man. I kind of made me think of that when you talk about starting your own top team and doing all that stuff. Well, so, hold on. Repeat that again. How, how long do you think about fighting? You say you're talking about you know starting your own top team and going that same way. So like... Well, we ain't old, but we ain't young either. We ain't old, we ain't young, though. Um, no, but I, what I meant about um, starting my own top team was just like, you know, um, being the guy here at my, you know, be, me training MTC, yeah. I want MTC to be my top team. I want MTC. No, want no, no, I get that, but I'm, I'm just trying to think, you know, like, what do you have any thoughts? Like, how long you want to fight? How, how long you want to do this for? That's man, to be honest, that's a good question, because I've been thinking about that. Uh, I want to I do this, uh, I want to... Um, Kill shit for 2021 ACA. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, do another contract. Um, if the contract nice, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You know, I do that again. Uh, if, you know, if something happened, I come back to the States and fight for somebody else, maybe, you know, UFC Bellator or somebody like that. Um, we'll think about doing something like that, you know, um, but I wouldn't, you know, I, I wouldn't push it yet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, we, we waiting on a bunch of things to happen right now, but, Right now, ACA is the uh, is the home, and um, and um, I just want to take advantage of what I'm doing with them yeah. um, for 2021, um, and um, and whatever happens after that, you know, happens. Because right. right now, you know, the the title is being held by uh by one of my training partners, Tony Johnson. He's um he's the first African American to win a European ACA title, and the guy that he fought would have been the first Polish guy to win a um the ACA title because. Only people been holding their titles was the Russians, Russians and yeah. Chechnyans and all. You know what I'm saying? All yeah. those Prague's guys. Yeah. So, um, you know, they don't want to see another American flag up there holding that belt. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, especially in America. They might, take, in, they might know, take a Polish flag. They don't want. They might American take a flag. Polish. They don't want an American yeah. flag holding right. that. You know, and and I'm really gonna do everything they can to try to keep an American from getting that belt or keeping my boy up at top with that. But whatever. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't think he's gonna lose in no time soon. Um, but if anything ever happens and everything, I'm going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to keep it in America. Right. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? At least until we both done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But but after that, man, you know, um, I'm still fresh. Uh, You know, I started the sport a little bit later, you know what I'm saying? But I became, when I gave him my prime, you in your 30s, you in your prime. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, Martial arts is not like boxing, you know. Yeah. And heavyweights got longevity. That's what I say. We got you know a little bit more. You know, these small guys like one twenty five or one fifty five, they take some ass whooping. Yeah. Man. But these heavyweights, you got to think about. It. You know, it ain't too much going on in the heavyweight division. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Unless you get a one hit a quitter, heavyweight fight lasts like that. Right. So you got you can't blink. So you know, I'm gonna just continue to do what I'm doing the best way I can to, to you know what I'm saying to at least change something. You know what I'm saying? And just make as much money as I can over here in Europe. I like their money. Well, when you when you're, <laughs> yeah. well, I know it's not surprised when you're knocking people and ground pounding them out on the floor, and the only way people are beaten yeah. by questionable measures. I wouldn't yeah. think about quitting either. I was always wondering that. Yeah. I, you know, me, it's me more thinking about. I'm getting older, so 
<laughs> I mean, you've already you've already slated to fight a few UFC roster guys as it is. It didn't come through. I think I saw Jeff Hughes on there. Yeah, it didn't come through. Yeah, like Jeff UFC Hughes recently. that didn't come through. Um, a lot. There's one I, more I think on there because right? a lot of these guys they they run. Yeah. yeah, they run. Well, like I like what I was saying, going through a lot of, especially you know, on the regional and the lower level, they don't want a challenging fight. Yeah. So if they sit there, you know, I'm on fight Daniel James, and they see, oh, he's beating this guy, he's fought that guy, I watched that film, so I'm not gonna put that on my resume because I might lose that fight. Yeah, and I don't yeah. want to lose a fight before I get to the UFC. Yeah. And that's before the I thing. Get to the Bellator, yeah. so that happens a lot in the lower level. Yeah. For and sure. that's the thing. And the thing is, I, like, you know, you know, Mike, you know, I, I always been the guy to say, oh, if it's a fight, I. It, if it's the right fight, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to turn the fight down. I'm saying I'm not going to be the guy. Say, I just feel like if you want to do this and if you want to be known, ain't nobody going to find you if you fighting the guy from down the street mm-hmm. that's training out the garage. They want you to fight against. They want to see you fight the guy. The big. They want to see you fight the baddest man on the, on the land. And here in Chicago, I was the baddest man. Yeah. So they want to see you fight that guy. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, these guys didn't take those fights. It was a you know a few guys. You know what I'm saying. I had a chance to you fight. You had the crochet boss on there, Maurice Green. Yeah, Maurice Green. Yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, X and four had me and Maurice. One of my favorite submissions of the year that mm-hmm. Ezekiel from the bottom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he got really good with his. Yeah. Um, he got really good with his jujitsu. He really took yeah. time and focused on a lot of his jujitsu. And uh, Maurice got in and got in better shape. Mm-hmm. And um, he's still working at it. Um. He um he took a loss against Greg Hardy um yeah. and um I, I don't know did he just take a loss his last no, his Hardy Hardy was the he last was Hardy fight. yeah 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 I bet on him that fight. Um, yeah but yeah um, I lost money on but that Murray, Murray's green man he's, he's a good dude man yeah. we trained together here in Chicago we, we have the same striking coach for a little bit Rick Silo uh Murray's down in Minnesota now um trained with Brock um uh he's a good dude man you know what i'm saying it was never no ill will against me and my reese we never even talked about matching up we never we, me and my reese is in vegas chilling we didn't even we, <laughs> we <laughs> there's a story man, there's, a, there's a story yeah, yeah for sure uh-oh yeah i can't <laughs> yeah i ain't gonna, I, I gonna come up with that story but you no know, we had a vegas <laughs> night we showed my reese how you really party yeah in vegas. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. and um he was you know he was out in vegas we was out there for the ufc ultimate fighter thing and we went, um, they had a, it was a great audition because um, we was down there with 72 heavyweights and we was down there fucking showing out. And my whole thing was, I kept telling him, hey, when they call my name, I need to, um, I need to show out. He was like, man, you got it. Don't worry about it. I said, no, I'm not nervous. It's just that when they call my name, all these cameras in here need to be on me. Right. And when I did that, I made sure those cameras ran, started jumping over shit to be on me. He was like, who the fuck is this thing kicking these pads or punching these pads? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? Then after that, we just, you know, we started going through the whole um, process of being eliminated and shit like mm-hmm. that. I'm like, man, this shit is real. You know, everybody lining up and shit. Was crazy yeah. Before you even get in the house. And uh, everything that happened down there, um, you know, they sent us back with cameras and shit. I was actually selected for the show. And um, I came back to Chicago with the camera. Um, had some things go on. I couldn't go and mm-hmm. I couldn't go and record the show. So my next route was just to go to LFA. LFA became the top feeder for um, UFC or oh, yeah. they're still mm-hmm. doing it. Bellator, anywhere you want to fight. That's big. Yeah, they're still you know feeding. Yeah. And that's and a big. I watched some fights on Axis on Fridays. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's, that's a big thing for me fighting on LFA. That's what really got me into ATA too. That showcase um, because they watching LFA and they watching the. 
LFA, LFA having the best fights, you know what I'm saying, for uh, a, a main star promotion like that that's connected to these and had a TV deal. So you fighting every night on, every Friday night on TV and then yeah. on top of that, all the commercials ran on Access TV. You're on there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you're creating the following people seeing like, who is this guy? You know what I'm saying? So it played a big part. Of, uh, LFA played a real big part of everything because I was able to just go in there and just like literally scorch the heavyweight division and have some fun. So you started out, right? <laughs> here it comes. <laughs> no, we're going we're to we're go a little personal here. Whiskey starting off, The whiskey hitting for sure. Yeah. <laughs> College basketball player, right? D1, Fairfield University, right? Play basketball. Oh, no, 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 no. I want the... I want, I want the um, I went. I went to um, Highland College. I, I started getting recruited by some D twos and shit. Yeah. I was at uh, 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 JUCO. Okay. And um and everything. And then um, I messed up my knee. Do all that stuff. Been been been. I was a high head. I was arrogant, yeah. and could nobody tell me anything. And but what, what I'm saying, you're a successful basketball player, right? Then you hop into powerlifting. Picking up <laughs> thousand pounds up off the floor in a deadlift, whatever that exact number was. And then now you're, you know, in the fight game. You're successful. You're a successful pro fighter. What do you suck at, man? What do I you suck at? You got to be bad at something, man. <laughs> you got to be bad at something. Oh, shit. <laughs> man. We got two over here for backup. <laughs> <laughs> no question. They're ready, to go. They're, they're ready to go. They're oh, ready to go. Man, you know what, man? I wouldn't say I suck at anything, but I I can get better at some things. There you go. We'll take that. Uh, I, I, I could get better at some things. Because uh, when, well, when I first started fighting, Mike, no, I couldn't wrestle for shit. Mm. Right? Work ethic was a little... You know what I'm saying? Work I, I had yeah. to put him through some workouts sometimes. Yeah. And he, had to, he got a little bit during our workout. I was back when I was doing CrossFit. So I was yeah. doing crazy, crazy, crazy shit for my shit. workout. We did some, yeah. I remember that shit. He was we like, hey, what are you doing? We work out with you. He was like, what? Okay. We yeah. did a fucking Murph. <laughs> yeah, we did Murph. Me and you and we did a Murph. We did, we did uh, 300. We did a couple of friends throwing it out. So like, is this necessary? Yeah, we just doing crazy shit. <laughs> but people just watch. You got two big yeah. boys in the gym yeah, getting it cracking like that. That everybody want to train with too. So they see us working out. I'm like, man, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck you got me doing? So yeah, that's how <laughs> all I, I know. I was doing. I got to do two hundred pull ups. What the fuck? Yeah. Pull ups? Like, <laughs> I just started doing pull ups. Yeah, I do not work out like that anymore. I'm like, I work out. I exercise. I do my lifts. I do all that stuff. Not like that no more. Pull ups, yeah. box jumps. There's no uh, timer anymore. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? How long are we gonna be doing this? He said, Well, we got fifteen minutes on the clock. What the fuck you mean fifteen minutes? Yeah. On the clock? You can do it in fifteen. Let's go. So it's kind of you so know. Much in fifteen minutes, so but we was finishing so fast. But the thing is, I'm like, man, like. I can't because you're giving your all for no 15 more. and you know giving your all for five how yeah it is. so it doesn't matter how long it is depends what yeah. you're doing and then it's the, the, but but you know what all that all that stuff that we was doing was, pre, was premeditated to what i'm doing today like mm. the work ethic the uh you know i you know what go back to that question what i what i suck at i think i suck at acceptance accepting the fact that some heavyweights don't want to fucking work hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it irritates me. Yeah. It irritates me just to accept that. I, I, yeah. I like I suck at I, I I suck at accepting it. I can't. I suck at I suck at accepting the fact that if you're gonna be around me and you want to use a phrase I can't mm-hmm. or I can't train today, when I'm looking like I got a family, yeah. like I got friends, I got I got people that want to live life and enjoy it with me, but I'm up here training. And what gives you the right to come here in my gym after one fight 
and take three weeks off when I can go right in the gym and start back training as soon as I get back from Poland. Mm-hmm. That's that's the kind of curse of being a heavyweight, right? Like your your whole life, you've been the biggest, you've been the strongest, you've been the baddest one on the block, and you and never had to work that hard to get to it. Right. Until you go into the, the circle where all the biggest and baddest, and all those Everybody. guys are the biggest on their block were there. Yeah. So, and a work ethic change. And, and you can see it. Yeah. I mean, you see it just on people hopping on a scale. Whatever, yeah. whatever, like obviously, see UFC more than anything because the biggest production. Yeah, when you see those guys on the scale, you see their body. You see what yeah. the ones that are really going at it. Yeah, you see those those guys that should be at two hundred five. Yeah, you they see should, you mm-hmm. see those. Yeah. Or what's, what's my boy's name that we were talking about? Uh, the the middleweight. Duran Win. No, no, the middleweight that jumped two heavyweight classes that fought against uh, Charles Blanche. He has some skill though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Collier, Collier, Collier. Yeah, Collier. Yeah. Like you see, that's just not working. That's just not. Because there's a difference between between getting hit by a, a two sixty five guy, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. and get hit by a guy that's one eighty five. Right. Yeah. I can train with one eighty fives all day and move around with them, but mm-hmm. to get hit by one eighty five, okay, cool. But you get yeah. hit by a sixty five, right? A true sixty five. Somebody yeah. that wear three X gloves. Yeah. You know? It's the consequences. Is you know what I'm saying? Here, What's the size of the fist the to the back. face, right? You know, they right. cut my glove in the back just right. to put my hand in the glove. Yeah. So I'm looking like, damn, man. The truth, yeah, you can't just hit nobody. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, if they had a super heavyweight, you probably could fight in that one. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Be the most fitted super heavyweight out right. there. And that, but that'll be a shit show because the thing is, now you're like, you're just beating up on the fat boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like Mike you'll said. Get some um, tanks, you get some Brock yeah. Lesters up there. Brock yeah. Lesters will be up in yeah, that yeah, super class. Yeah, because some of these heavyweights is walking around. It was like Greg pounds. Greg Hardy almost Hardy didn't make it. Yeah. it. He almost didn't yeah. make it. Yeah. yeah, and um, uh, my 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 biggest cuts, man. I cut I, my biggest cuts now. Mm-hmm. I cut from like two eighty or two seventy five. We could just uh, see it. You know just saying, you so. sitting right here, yeah. Yeah. in between fights compared to when you used to be in between fights. Yeah, yeah I, like I said, I saw the up and coming Daniel yeah. before he's like you know getting with the, the pro yeah. life that you're living now. Yeah, and you sitting right here, literally like you're ready to hop in the cage yeah. right now. Yeah, yeah, and I want to make sure I'm staying like no that. Difference. Too. Yeah. There's no difference. There's no difference. I want to make sure Daniel and off that. I want to make sure that when I get out of the cage, I'm looking at you to call another month or two just because, or, or you want to be ready to go. But when you become more of a seasoned fighter and, and you know, my boy, my buddy pointed that out to me the other day, we was working out at Lifetime and um, somehow he just stopped and asked me all these damn interview questions on when we get back. I'm like, <laughs> what you just asked me? He said, <laughs> What's the difference between Daniel James today and Daniel James? I'm like, man, why are you asking me? Now you got me thinking this shit while I'm up here <laughs> working out, you know. But it was a real question, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm just like, wow, that's 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 that's, that's a real mm. question that I need to have an answer for. And um, and I thought about it, and I thought about the maturity of the fighter, you know what right. I'm saying? And uh, like, you know, you remember the early days yeah. when it's. That's the Sears centers. I'm just yeah. beating everybody up, just going for it. Boom, 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 boom. Fight over it. Oh, you beat them up. It was brawling. Right. But that shit right there gets you knocked out now. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. You know what I'm saying? the people that you're fighting now, you're fighting you know, high-level guys. Right. And so you fighting these high-level guys, they used to seeing that Russian shit. So mm-hmm. it's just like everybody ain't scared of the big body no more. You ain't the bully no more. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you, you know, you're the guy that wants to, you're the guy people wants to take out because you are the big man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a heavyweight. I'm a real heavyweight. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's no way I'm fighting at 205. No way. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's a three-year cut. <laughs> or or something, somebody like you, you know probably that? could, you know? Like, like, like season of size disparity in you two. Yeah, it's like, you yeah, probably yeah. want to go down to 205. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a fight. That's yeah. a cut. Yeah, he's That's a huge cut. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, I wouldn't even put myself in position to do that. That's when, my thing is, I want to use a sport 
for what I've been using it for, you know, the platform. I like to use a platform not only for just fighting, for just like whatever I can do to maybe inspire somebody yeah. or like some shorties or, you know, everybody, you know, everybody ain't going to the NFL or NBA or whatever, you know what I'm saying? But not knocking them, you know what I'm saying? But the thing is, to work at to get MMA, MMA, the training is different from any training on the yeah. planet. And and the, and and the crazy part about it, only people that get really good training, rough training like that, is tennis players. That's crazy, right. ain't it? Mm-hmm. Wrestlers, 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 wrestlers it's, yeah. It's the same wrestlers. thing. Outside of combat, right? right. I'm my outside of combat, yeah. I just sure. realized a tennis player gets some hell of a training. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Well, those 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 like individuals for sure. Like you know, those I mean? are different individuals. They're just so staring at you. You can't hide in the group. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. when you're when you're preparing for a fight, what's a day in the life like? Like how, when's your day start? When's it end? What's the schedule? Damn, my Training for a fight, at least five days out of the week, my day started six or five thirty in the morning. Five thirty in the morning, faster cardio now, um, just to boost the metabolism. Um, go home, drink me a black coffee. Uh, sugar is out of the question. Yeah. Uh, get up in the morning, prep my meals. What I'm gonna take with me today. Um, it just that just my that's just the way I get my mind um, ready instead of getting somebody to prep my meals and bring them to yeah. me. I tried that shit. It mm-hmm. irritates me. Yeah. I, no knocking nobody from bringing me food. That's cool, but so it's my way to focus on yeah. the fight. So um, prep my meals, take two meals with me out the house, uh, go back to train at 10 o'clock for boxing, 10 to 12. Uh, after that, um, go relax a little bit, maybe go to the gym, train a little bit with people. Uh, then I go do a physical workout, strength training, conditioning, uh, run a few miles. I became a big runner. Mm-hmm. I did. I actually did my fastest mile I ever did. I did a six minute mile. Damn, that's uh, moving. Day before the fight, <laughs> I sick. Of, ran it. I ran it at what fifteen miles an hour. My se- I was proud of my seven twenty. Yeah, I did. A, <laughs> I did. A, I never ran a six six minute mile. I ran Me a six either. minute mile. Um, get up and do cardio. Then I go do the weights. Then I go do. Um, I do wrestling. I do wrestling for an hour and a half, two hours now. Um, and then we um, uh, we'll um. I do some pad work and then I do um and I maybe I maybe hop in a jujitsu workout with one of with, yeah. one of with one of the jujitsu coaches. So I go from doing two a days to three a days and um I, I option to four a day. <laughs> shit. So I'm trying to so I'm eating like a tank throughout the day. <laughs> I can only imagine problem. shit. You know I was never able to put all my calories in, so now I'm trying to put all my calories in. Now if you sit up and ask like how many calories you taking in, it's like you say three you say three thousand or two twenty five hundred. You're like, oh, that's like, it's not a lot. Especially no. no, I eat that when oh, we're doing jujitsu, and yeah. I'm like small. I can only imagine yeah. what you eat. So, Six thousand probably. So, yeah, so my yeah, calories like need. To, yeah, so yeah. my calories need to be up because the thing is, when it's time for you to cut that weight, and you ain't got nothing in that, you ain't got mm-hmm. nothing in that tank to really just use for that cut. It gets hard, man. I'm Especially sure. your body fat gets so low. My like this, this last fight, my body fat, my body was so conditioned, my body fat had got down at weigh ins. Mm-hmm. I had got down to seven point five or eight point eight yeah. something like that. Two hundred and sixty five um, pounds. And yeah. And um and they was I, I just see it. I'm walking in the breakfast and I just see it like, whoa. Yeah. They're like, he looks different this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um and they saw my boy that was training with me, Tony Johnson, that, that fought for the championship. They saw his body. Yeah. So they're going like, damn, these guys was training together. Right. For so sure. they like, oh, they coming out here to wreck some shit up. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So they watching us, watching us, and and I get a I get some compliments from um you know from um from Brian Lacey. He's a um, reporter um over there in Europe. Um, I see the guys that run AC. I see them just talking like you know just making little talk talks about. It. They never had any conversation with me. 
know what I'm saying? I didn't even know they speak English. But now it's like, <laughs> hey, good job, bro. You look good. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. They see the condition. Just like you said, you can tell what a fighter was, what a fighter is when they get on the scale. And when I got on the scale, I wanted to be the biggest, leanest, and baddest motherfucker up on that scale. And I wanted people in the crowd to be like, what the fuck is that? I, I don't want to be a human mm -hmm. on the scale. I want yeah. people to look at me and say, what the fuck is that? What, what, they, they, hey, did they get, they, 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 is this something from Area 51? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's what I wanted people to see. And, um, RH you know what I'm saying? RH negative. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so but yeah. Let's talk about my aliens conspiracy. That's pretty, podcast. that's pretty much a, uh, a day, man. Two to three to four optional. Um, eating right. Um, and, you know, cutting everything out, cutting away the sweets, um, no alcohol, no, no sugar. Um, sex? No sex? Yeah. I mean, I, sex I mean, before I, a fight, yeah or nay? I better when I get sex before a fight. <laughs> yeah. That's supposed to be like the testosterone raise up. Well, yeah. I actually do better with sex before Well, the old school, the yeah. old school guys would tell you like the old Hicks and Graces that they would abstain yeah, from it. Yeah, but the women went around like that. <laughs> yeah. <right? laughs> yeah. The They'd have like all they that temptation. Yeah, that's the women true. Look like they look that's true. They were wearing, wearing big jeans and shit. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> now everybody wearing leggings and bubbles. <laughs> they just, they, they, doctors used to put leeches on you too. So yeah, you know yeah, yeah. So we got—he's got too much blood. So I feel like, like you'd be more relaxed. You'd be less stressed going yeah, into I'm it. Relax, you know? man. I feel like I'm on ice skates and shit, mm -hmm. like a Nancy Kerrigan or something. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm How long is your ideal camp? Like, obviously, you take a fight on a week's notice. We know that. But I'm saying, like, if you had your perfect world, how long would you want your camp to be? Give me an eight to ten week camp. Okay, eight to ten week camp. If I get a fight so far out, about twelve or thirteen weeks, that's a blessing. Yeah. But an eight week camp is a blessing too. But a twelve week camp, that's pretty much a golden camp for any fighter. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to think about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, boxers train six months maybe for a match, right? Maybe one or two a year. Yeah. They, they maybe one to a year. Yeah. MMA fighters, we can fight. You know, well, maybe I think two, three times a year. I think that's going to be the trend, too. I think Kevin Holland kind of set that trend. Yeah. You know, yeah. Always in camp type mindset. Because if you in camp, and once you if, if, if you get in the ring, you knock him out, you see the doctors, and you're yeah. good. Yeah. You know, you're all good. You can get ready to get back, go back to training. But the thing is, you know, we suffer that inflammation. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. it take me about two weeks. To, it took me. I'm still, my body's still releasing information right now from November 26th mm -hmm. because of the kicking. And I was throwing a lot of ankle kicks. Yeah. Which I had to really, like, Gamble, right? Because throwing them angle kicks, bone on bone, for sure. And I'm it like, man, me. either him or me, right? And I say, well, I'm hurting him, right? You yeah. know what I'm saying? But when I went home, I'm like, shit, and I got off that plane. The plane. I can only imagine once the adrenaline just oh goes away. God. The plane swelled me up. <laughs> oh, your ankles and shit. Planes aren't yeah. better for men of Daniel's size either. Yeah, so they, I oh, struggle man. on a plane. So <laughs> I can imagine you we coming across the ocean. Story. We had a funny story know. flying over the Poland on the plane. <laughs> so, I'm lounging in so, economy like, what? <laughs> so flying a Poland on a plane, we had a funny story. So all three of us sat in the, uh, in the, uh, in the same in the seat in the same yeah, yeah, row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now imagine, I'm 6'5". Mm-hmm. He's six two, six two. He five nine, and uh, nah. <laughs> he, he five. I'll give him. I'll give him six foot. He be telling me he's six. I've been doing. We grew up together, so I'm gonna tell him he's six foot today. No, but uh, that's not nice anyway. But uh, we in uh, we in the same row, so he like you good. You, you you okay? I'm like yeah, I'm good. And then this lady in the front chair just leaned back. Oh no! Just boom! I said I just some came over. I just grabbed a chair. What I do, Andy? I just say. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I got a fight coming up. Don't my knees. And they just laugh. 
And he's like, you just shook that lady. I'm like, like bro, I'm like, bro, I got a fight coming up. She don't understand. She probably even understand what I'm saying. And then she's lucky she getting off with this shit. Then you got to be on a plane. You, you can't eat no food. You smelling everything that they eating. They bring yeah, it out. Yeah, airport. That's because you're you're careful. cutting weight, huh? I'm cutting weight. God, All I do dude. is drink water. I drink like three gallons of water on the plane. And what's that with weight cutting? With the being the elevation of the plane and stuff like it that. It affect the weight cut. Oh, for yeah, sure. I'm sure. I imagine the water retention. Yeah, yeah you hold water. water. It, yeah, it affect the weight cut. And um. And then on top of that, another thing that affected the weight cut was the steam. Oh yeah. Instead of a dry sauna, I did a steam a little bit. I wanted so to get absorb some a little water. Bit. I absorbed some water because my body was so vulnerable. Yeah. Mm. I couldn't even put water ice in my mouth. It was, body was just taking yeah, it, yeah. taking yeah. it in. That's and, I, and they were telling me stop eating that ice. I'm like, this shit is so good. <laughs> you understand? Like you just, you just when you couldn't wait like that, you because we cut our water the night before. Oh, I believe it. And um, and then in the morning you want to get up and probably say, no, let me just run a little, um, run a little bit of this fluid up out of me and everything. So I did some pads and I got on the treadmill. I said, no, let me just. The Russians closed down all the saunas, the saunas and everything. They didn't allow us to use that shit, man. And um, and I say, my first thing in my mind was, I'm not about to be sabotaged. Yeah. And um. We went and um, we got the job done and I rehydrated. Um, they asked for IVs and uh, I'm like, oh, hell no. Nah, you know what they put in that. Don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, I'm good. I want to replenish my body by maybe if I can find some coconut water. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drink some water, eat a bag of grapes tonight, give me a few bathroom breaks. I'm good. They said water was delicious. That water was so delicious, Anybody man. who tells me water has no flavor has never done shit. If yeah. you are exhausted, if yeah. you're you know sweating everything out, the best you, you can you can taste it, the minerals it, in it. Man, yeah. man. I remember back in football those two a days in the sun, and then you get that water break. It's like the, the drinking gold. Or oh, just a, a breeze from a fan. Yeah, anything like that. So, you, so yeah, <laughs> a breeze from a fan. You like the God. simple so, things in life. Is there a uh, is there a Yoel Romero to your Darren Till? You know how Darren Till says he would, does not want to fight Yoel Romero, and he's so happy he left. To go to Bellator, like is there like one Man. heavyweight that you're like I do not want to fight that yeah, fucking guy. Romero, he's in Bellator now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, like you he's look at that heavyweight, like I don't want to be across the yeah, octagon. He's one of my favorite guys to watch fight. Yeah, and also his watch train, Rio Romero, um, wrestling training. It's ridiculous. You yeah, so we saw it. Talk about science projects. Like he's taking you no, know, you know, each guy coming at him, he gotta stay on his knees and flip him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but um, no, I I, I don't. Uh, You'll take any of them, huh? I'll take any of them. I haven't yeah. seen really a heavyweight out here, uh, just because of the way I physically train my body, yeah. and how I like to put my I like to put my body through hell before a fight. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm-hmm. the one that say is 150 degrees in the room. I come in there in a weight cut suit, right. not plastic, but like a yeah. weight cut neoprene suit, and just start doing pads and doing jujitsu and working a bag and. They were like, man, you're gonna cramp up. I'm like, no, this is a big body. This got a lot yeah, of water. Yeah, you're a big, you're a big dude. This this body got a lot of water, yeah. so I'm not gonna cramp up or anything. But uh, I like for my body to feel tortured like that. Because when I'm in the ring, it's a different type of hot. Oh, absolutely. Is yeah. it is it is it is it people don't get it? It's a different type of hot, it's a different type of uh we actually couldn't wait entering. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like again, I don't know MMA, but I know when I did my jujitsu competition, I said we talked about doing the CrossFit workouts yeah. and that fatigue, how tired, nothing ever felt the way I felt like yeah. in a five minute round in a jujitsu match with that gi on and all that sweat coming out so I can only imagine if I had to duck punches too you know what yeah, I mean if I had to worry about punches and kicks yeah. this is just me grappling so you gotta focus on wrist that. control oh. focus on guard and the, the head, head position head position stuff, yeah. so 
So the training has to, you know, you got to understand MMA cardio is different. You know, yeah. you got cardio from boxing, wrestling cardio for being taken down, for right. being standing up. You got cardio from doing jujitsu, getting yeah. out of. It probably take you probably take about five minutes to get out of a a, a choke, mm-hmm. just trying to defend yourself inside of a cage. Yeah, and then on top of that. You got to focus on the distance, round after round. Well, just the, round. just the, uh, the the mental aspect to it. Like once watching like the Darren Till Robert Whitaker fight, where he's talking about all the fainting. Right. Like that's got to be mentally exhausting. Like, yeah, what's this motherfucker yeah. trying to do? Yeah. You know, he's Another like thing I know Justin faint, faint, faint. was talking about is I don't know if like with all federation, but he's talking about the UFC glove. You have to squeeze to keep your hand closed. Yeah. And he goes, your forearms are just lit up at it's, the end of fight because you have your base like doing grip drills. Yeah. For the whole fight, so to keep your hand closed. So what they do now? What the gloves because uh the gloves that I fought in like AC like like LFA gloves is is like it's a like it's a UFC glove it's just got LFA uh the ACA glove is similar too you have those gloves when the UFC give you a glove they roll it up and it, it be sitting so they want to make it loose so sometimes people beat their gloves mm. they loosen them up because that lever is four ounces and it's tight but it feels so good you know what I'm saying so you want to make sure that the glove is a little loose. Before you put it on, because I have my fingers turn purple for using gloves. You get a fresh pair every fight. Get a fresh yeah. pair. That's why you yeah. see those people with those hands in those eye pokes. They don't want to close their hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, up, yeah. You know? because them fingertips, man, you don't even know you punches. Sometimes your hand just go numb while you throwing punches. Yeah. My hand went numb fighting the Patrick Martin. I had to ground the pound guy. Yeah. Oh, mm. uh, when I was throwing those elbows at him, I ground the pound him. My hands, I couldn't, I couldn't punch no more. I stopped punching the floor, um, because <laughs> I was punching him. But I looked at the video, I punched a four or five times. My hand was swollen as hell after yeah. that fight until I caught his face. And I just got to use an elbow. So I'm like, he can't get away from these. Yeah. And um, I elbowed him. But after that fight, I'm like, man, my hands is about to fall off. And then my blood, the blood kind of stopped circulating in my hand or something, man. And because uh, I damn near, my damn near legs damn near went out. My coach had to cut the gloves off. Soon he cut Damn. the gloves off. He just, I'm like, oh, thank God. I was like, yo, it's seen a black man turn purple. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, that's you ever, crazy. You ever, uh, you ever feel guilty as you're pounding someone's head in the ground? Like, man, this guy did nothing to me. <laughs> just like, that. I said, that's like an untalked about skill in fighting. Like, yeah. you know what I mean, like you talk about your striking, your grappling, but to be able to hit somebody that really ain't done nothing wrong to you, that takes some, that takes, a, that's a skill in itself. It's a killer yeah. instinct. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They're that. trying to whoop your ass. So yeah. I mean, I just you know what, man, that's, man, damn, that's a good point. But you know what? Like you said, for for you to fight somebody and and not be mad at them, yeah. you got to just be different. Like, right. and I just that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a skill. Yeah, itself. because like I don't get mad at a fighter. Like it's like some guys got beef and got oh I'm gonna fuck that dude. I'm like for what? It's a sport. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Those are the worst I understand fights it's watch. my job, and I understand. I understand it'll be a better fight. When I get in the ring and I'm happy, yeah. yeah. But it's just something in the, uh, it's just something that comes over me in a cage that make me just want to eat the guy up though. Like it just a, it doesn't take a couple punches to the. It face don't no, it don't take a couple punches to the face. What what makes me really want him bad mm-hmm. is like um um knowing that somebody's on the other side of the cage, and I just felt like I was just threatening for my life. Yeah, I can't imagine that. Yeah. that that that's how I feel. I feel like I was threatened for my life, and also I feel like that I say walking to the cage. Now walking to the cage, I might fear for my life. I'm not scared. I'm not it's nervous. Fight or, that's fight or flight. It's just that walking to the cage, like the the last fight in Poland, walking to the cage, and I got I got prey, and I got AD, and I got Stitcher with me, and we walking. I'm like, this is their first time with me. 
Yeah. And they putting all their trust into me. I, this was, I put myself, I put this burden on my back. I mm-hmm. say putting all their trust to me to, 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 to um, keep them safe. Yeah. I'm like, I'm the warrior. I'm the man. And these guys with me, these are my homies. And I put myself in a medieval time. Yeah, yeah you would I, have I to almost. Like, what, what do you think? Like I had to think of like, I had to protect the Coliseum, these dudes. You know? Any means necessary. Yeah. And I need to let them see me win. Well, not that, like the, the nerve, you know, like, like you said, yeah. the nerves are a good thing that gets you that hyper awareness. That's like that yeah. natural, like said, fight or flight. That's evolutionary. Yeah. You're waking up. Like you're aware that if you're if you're too calm in a fight, you're yeah. gonna be caught. You're yeah, because there's a lot of control walking to the cage. You got to yeah. control those emotional dunks. Right. Yeah, it's and a lot I try of to, you know. I yeah. I can I can I have emotional dunks, but like like me personally, like I tear up. Oh, this weird. <laughs> yeah. I, te- I tear up like when it's when I feel it. Like like yeah. like we was we was in the back and y'all remember when I was in the back growing up. And I don't know if y'all know this, like, I, I just get it. And I just, it's something just come and I just tear up. And then, and I just be talking to myself like, oh, it's showtime. Mm. And I felt it. I'm like, but I feel it at the right moment. I don't force it. I don't ask for it. It just, when it came, it got, it comes right when it's time for me to get staged. And once it came, I walked to the thing to be staged. And then when it called me out, I started walking. And I was walking to the cage, man. This is an experience that, man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a miss. And um, walking to the cage, and it's just like you go from. It's like a closed cup, and then when it come up, say, like, that that's the feeling. Yeah. Like you walk out that room, it's like, people there. They depth. People, everybody want to touch you. Everybody want to try to get over the barricade mm-hmm. touch you just to see you. And you looking like, man, I'm just, I'm just Daniel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But these yeah. people want to touch you. They want to, yeah. and, and they feel your presence. And I feed off all that shit. So when I walk in and I just can feel everybody want to see me put my hands on somebody. And I can feel those people that want to see that guy put his hands on me just yeah. for the embarrassment. Yeah. You know I mean, what I'm saying? You're putting yourself Just out for there at the most extreme. And when I way get to possible, the cage, you know? when I get to the cage, the experience kick in, and that's when I just just shut everything out. I don't see nobody. I don't see nobody. with just me. I don't see him. I just see. I just hear ding ding. And when he come out, I bullshit you not. I see a silhouette of a person. I, that's how blink I go. Like I don't hear. I don't see nobody. I hear what the coach is saying. I literally just see a silhouette. It's like a video game. It's like I always had a big imagination, and and I never explained this to nobody how I see things in the ring because I don't think they'll get it. But every fighter have his moment. Like Ali had his moment. Um, um, Tyson tell you how he had his moment, and you know what I'm saying. And watch the movie Biker Boys. He tell you how he had his moment when he was driving the, you know, the tunnel, right? Yeah. So I see tunnel vision, and then when I get it, it just say. What can piss you off? Mm. Yeah. And only thing piss me off in the ring is that the fact that it takes so much it takes so much for me to get pissed off. Mm-hmm. But when I get there, I felt it and it felt so good. And I feel like I gotta finish it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I when I when I enter that that zone of being like fucking crazy. It's something that I want to just capitalize on. I say, yeah, oh, man, a, I like this feeling, you know, but it's for the good. It's not yeah. for like, I want to go kick somebody's ass. Yeah. It's like, I got this feeling in the ring and I want to see what it feels like to get the victory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I get it, 
And God forbid, man, I don't hurt nobody in the ring. Yeah. But damn. It feels yo, good to get that release, though, right? The shit that you feel coming through these hands and how you just inflict that pain, inflicting on that yeah. pain on somebody. And that's why I put that pain. It's my passion, punishing yeah. my profession. Yeah. You know, and it's real. Yeah. I'm but, sorry, but that was a whole. That, that no, was, that was good. That was good. <laughs> I'm feel. I'm feeling it. So yeah, you know? we have, obviously have a few kids. But I know we have kids that are almost the same age. Two yeah. Back, my my yeah. son and your son, right? And I know personally, Damn, like, birthday same month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We call them the polar vortex. Oh, yeah. by the, it's about to be your birthday, right? Yeah. December 31st. Oh, yeah. New Year's baby. Yeah, man. We call we, <laughs> when we were working at, at the gym together. There's about five, six trainers that all had kids during the polar vortex of uh, 20, uh, 24, 2014. 2014. 2014. <laughs> that winter, we call them the polar vortex babies. Mm-hmm. So I know personally, like I said, when I go, uh, I go train, do the jiu-jitsu. I tell my son, yeah, you know, I'm going to go do jiu-jitsu. I'm going back. He's like, Dad, you're gonna go fight. You're gonna go fight. I'm like, yeah, because you better win. You know, I go home. <laughs> so, so like, I go in, there, like, a whole bunch of energy. I come back, and I come back. First, he goes, Dad, Dad, did, did you win? Did you tap them out? You tap them out? And, like, when I had a good day, it's, like, the best in the world. <laughs> like, tell. So, I, I can only imagine. What's it like? Like, you go overseas, another country, like, everything, all the odds against you, and you knock this guy out. And, you know, your son's at home, like, Dad, Dad, you knocked him out? Like, what's, what's that like, being a dad, the dad part? Man, you know what it's like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, but just yeah. that level. Yeah, like, it's like. next. Because we all are sons' heroes. We're yeah. superheroes. So it was like, like the Cub Swanson interview when he just won his like, that yeah, recent like, fight. Like, like, yes. like, especially like the age that our kids are, they're like just starting to realize there's a world outside. You know what I mean? They're five, six years old. They're a little bit with it. They still got a little bit of baby in their head, but they kind of know what's going on. It's yeah. like when they look at their dad, their dad's a superhero. I'm superhero. Yeah, man, that's know? man, that's 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 different. It, man, that's the best. That's one of the best feelings in the world. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because when you come home and you're not thinking a child. At that age, really understand the difference between winning and losing. Uh, you might show them that. They might like, oh, well, that's what winning is. That's what losing is because you ain't raised your hand. Mm. But when they understand, when you come home and, and your child tell you, even my daughter. Yeah. Oh, dad, I saw you just like, oh, my God, break his face. I'm like, oh, that yeah. shit yeah. didn't you overboard. <laughs> yeah. You feel like your daughter a badass. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or, or your son saying, daddy, look. He doing a, your son come home. Your son doing a predator stance. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like this, the this, the, this well, I, I see him throwing some hands on the social media. Yeah, too. yeah, like, yeah. He's got yeah. some hands. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure he rich before he's 19. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Take care I, of daddy. I told my son. I said you could be a man at 19. You know that? Yeah. He said how? I say throw those hands. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But uh, but it's, it's it's one of the best feelings in the world, man. Or not even the best, because like just having your little one, the motivation. Yeah, something that you always wanted to see. Them just be like motivating, like what, man, my what? daddy, a well, badass. You yeah, know? like he, like my son's huge and he loves pro wrestling. Now yeah. he's, in, he's in the UFC now. Till watch him, he's all about titles. Where's the title? Yeah, Who's one the of them gonna be a <laughs> title champion. champion. Yeah. So like, I would come back from training. I'm like, yeah. When he goes, he goes, he's telling me, "Where's your title? You won. Where's your title?" <laughs> so he he motivated me to go do a competition. I can't. Yeah. I got a medal. Like, here's my title right here. Yeah. I got one. Right. right. Yeah. But man. like the, the the crazy, but yeah, I can only imagine. Well, like, it's funny enough what he said about you on YouTube, right? Which one? Oh, yeah. my dad, my son thinks I made it because I have a YouTube show. He's like, YouTube oh, that, that's the dude. Yeah. It's like, daddy's yeah, on he's YouTube. Like, my, he's like, my dad's got a YouTube channel. <laughs> Man, that's <a> dude. <laughs> Listen, when I got back from this fight, my daughter told me, she said, Dad, you was famous already, but you even more famous now because I just saw your views on YouTube. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, my kid don't even watch TV. I'm like, he what? Watches YouTube. That's what he watches. The kids don't watch TV. They just watch yeah. YouTube. I'm like, I'm like, views? Uh, so I'm like, I'm all imported. I'm telling my boys, I'm like, hey, man, look at these views on this. Look at these views on that. I got to get these views up. Yeah, yeah, views for up. sure. I look at on ACA Wales. I'm like, oh, 70,000 views in like an hour. I'm like, yeah. let's go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So 
I try to. Yeah. I, I found different ways to tie all that stuff together so I can get all the credit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um. But no, it just, man. It just feel good that um. You get that from the shorties and from the kids or just your your friends. Yeah. When your friends know like been around you all your life. Yeah. And then they know that like, grow up. We we grew up playing ball, playing basketball, and you know I used to sit on the bed with my homies. And we playing video games. We was just, we was just sitting. We was just sitting on the bed playing video mm-hmm. games. Not you no. Know, we wasn't hugged up on each other. Shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. No, but uh, no, it's all good. Got a problem? They don't want to come at <laughs> yeah. you anyway. So. <laughs> but uh, but um, no, just being man, growing up and uh, just you know and 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 becoming teenagers and um, being in college and 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 all coming back together. Me and my homies used to sit watch sports and. Watch all the Kimbo fights in a in the mm. backyard and 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 not and, and and they not understand that like I was like low key like doing things on the side just to try to work, work on this MMA thing and um and because it was I was I was working on this MMA thing years in the making I just never brought it out to anybody that was close to me because I was always a, I, I never was afraid but I was like I'm all every time I want to say something either one of my homies say something like. Oh boy, dude, to kick your ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking like, damn, I just wanted to tell him that I was training. You yeah, know? damn. But I say it's not the time yet. So the first time everybody found that I fight, I was fighting is when I did the Island Lake show. Yeah. The first Island Lake show, West um, West Anderson. Yeah. And um and um and we was fighting. People are like, man, bro, that was good. And I, I'm like, damn, I guess I can do this. I'm guess I'm good. You know, then after that I remember Sierra Center, the yeah. seven footer. Oh yeah. The guy the came from New Pakistan. Yeah. So everybody came out to that. The second fight, they gave me the, and I'm an amateur at the time, they gave me the biggest man in the country. Yeah, <laughs> that seven-footer yeah. guy, he was like 330 yeah, when, pounds. When I, came, when I met Daniel, we were working together at a gym, and uh, like he was just getting started and all that yeah, stuff. To see where he started. is now yeah. is, is, is not surprising, because yeah. I'd be studying back then, like, oh, it's like, oh, you're going to make it, dude. Mike yeah. always say, work that ground, work yeah, that, that ground. Yeah. I told him I, we were going over your fights. I was like, yeah, he finally got a submission. I used to always tell him, you ain't an MMA fighter until you submit somebody. I'm sure yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's. I got three back to back. Back when he just started, yeah. he got to submit somebody. Yeah, it's like throwing the hands are the fun part, yeah. but like the bridging that gap. I have, you're lucky I, I, and knock somebody I, out. The, the crazy yeah. submission when I did, um, the Kimura is my go-to. That's my favorite. Um, the, the the best submission when I, I broke a guy arm with the Kimura. See, I'm, I'm, you, you throw this Kimura from uh, like closed guard, half guard, anywhere. or top? Anywhere? One hand. You like it? I just I I, 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 I mastered the Kamora. That's a that's a big man move. I can imagine if he grabs my wrist, yeah. it's not. That's big. a big man especially move, if, especially <laughs> if the person got a gi on. It's oh, like a one hand Kamora. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I do it sometimes. I be at training, just doing it coach. I, I see that Kamora, get it, and I got a one hand. I'm just relaxing, just showing out. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it's one that can present itself quite often. Yeah. Because you know? it's cool when you go against yeah. guys that does jujitsu. Yeah. And then they come in, they always be like, "Oh man, it's Daniel James." But they don't really know what I'm Like, dude, I'm not even a purple belt or brown yeah. belt or anything. I just, I'm, I learned jujitsu by. Through MMA. Through MMA. Yeah, MMA jujitsu. Coach is black belt. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I get specifically trained. You know, if I'm rolling with somebody, I get a black belt coach training me, like, hey, do this and do that, do that. But if I took, I would, when I'm done, I'll take the time out to do it with my boys and say, you know what? Hey, I'm going to go for it. Like, I'm going to go for probably a black belt. You know, yeah. that's, take, that's take, what, seven years? Yeah. Yeah, but but that just COVID has, hits taste about twenty five now. Yeah, <laughs> but they're just like you know they're just like um, something that I like to do. Like you know, like Mike said, he's doing it, and, and now his boys gonna get into it. So yeah. that's something that I like to do because I plan on my boys 
Yeah, they don't have to do what I do, but I love yeah. to see them, you know, get in the sports, at least defend themselves. And, what? Yeah. The body awareness. Too, the body man. awareness. The way you, yeah. you use your your feet in sync with your arms and legs. Yeah. And all that it's stuff. just, a, it's a different kind of strength, you know? Right. It's like, yeah. you know how to use your body. Because like it's muscles totally don't different. matter in that shit. Yeah. It don't, it don't matter don't. how strong and you no, is in martial arts. Yeah. And they got to do doesn't. something, because like, yeah. we talked about it between the YouTube stuff, like, kids don't do shit these days. Kids don't do nothing. They don't do nothing. They got to do something. They got to do something. They don't do anything. It's enjoyable, too. They think you pop. When I, when I yeah. drag my son outside, I saw him playing with dirt like over the summer. I got so excited. Like, he's normal. Like, he's right. normal. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, like, mud pie. Yeah, he's digging, he's digging in the hole That's with a stick. Up. Like, he's a normal kid. Thank you. Man. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man. But yeah, so that's, that's man, that's, just, that's, that's, that's how the cookie crumble with me, man. I just, I take it day at a time with, just, with the training, with the fighting, and, you know, hell, I get a call to Mars. I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm, I'm looking to go in April. I will go in March. As long as it's not in, long as it's not in Russia, um, <laughs> um, I love to go back to Poland. Love to go to England or where do they all fight at? They say, oh shit, they, they all through all, Europe. All man. through Europe, they fight all through Europe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's fucking crazy. It's huge. It's like, oh my bad. I have those fighters over there in Europe fighting for like fighting for ACA or KSW. I know KSW. Yeah, KSW, KSW is the shit. Yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. this is what they do. Right. This is like. You know, like you know, over here we say, "Hey, I'm going to the NFL. I'm going to the NBA." And then they over there, fighters. over there, their soccer or fighting. Fight. <laughs> their goal is to like, hey, I want to fight for ACA. Yeah. I want to fight for KSW or weightlifting. Or, or yeah. weightlifting. They yeah. want to fight for those things. They want to do those. It's like go to Brazil. The first thing you get yeah. is a gi. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they value like the international sports way more than yeah we the do international here. sports. We're things way that can, team sports. Things here. that you can put in the Olympics. You know, yeah. so judo. Mm-hmm. So you have to really be well, like they'll put Damn. kids there like at twelve years old. Like, yeah. oh, you got a good body for weightlifting. That's what you're gonna do. They got kids <laughs> doing. They got kids doing traditional Thai fights at fucking. Oh, you know yeah. I mean, it's big in their culture though, right? Fifteen yeah. years old, they got hundred fights. But you got to think about it. Their country supports that. Their oh, country sure. is putting everything behind that guy. The guy that I fought, Mar- Mikhail Martinique. Um, listen, man, the guy was a great sportsmanship. He's yeah. a good guy. Um, the guy, uh, I just you know. Um, good luck on good luck to him on his career and whatever he do whatever what what else um he does with it and um what ventures he take, but um I just think this what he what he what he took from this fight I think he took was um the experience on mm-hmm. um, the fight against more of a veteran heavyweight that understand when he see danger and um and I just think he could just take that and learn from it and I think he's gonna be good I think he's going I think. He can. I think he he should he he could probably drop to two hundred five. Yeah, you know he looks a little bit on the leader side. Yeah, he yeah, looks leaner. Yeah. A lot of muscle too. I was like, yeah. you can cut muscle. That's all water. Yeah, Muscles all water. Yeah, we know like. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All that extra yeah. muscle doesn't always pay out though in the MMA yeah, world. Yeah, right? but you got to learn how to control that exactly. muscle. Exactly. Yeah. That, that muscle I, endurance. Yeah, yeah, it's different. I think that's why he's. <sighs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oxygen. But it was different. You know, just staying in shape for the thing. You know what I'm saying? You look at an ACA. I mean, a LFA fight. Um, you can see the conditioning that I was in for that. Um, LFA was my ah, man. That was that. That was like those last few fights I had in the U.S. was the best. Was the most fun I had with MMA. As of now, fighting the ACA now, I'm having fun again. But I haven't tapped into that fun yet yeah. that I have for ACA. Air Source is a beast, and Mark Berry and them, the way they did that promotion. Man, it, the platform has been open for so many guys from Chicago to fight on that car now, and I had a lot. I think I had a lot to do with that, um, showing them that um, Chicago have heavyweights that can come and perform and 
at, at one of the highest levels. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what do you do with it when you get it? Yeah. You got to take advantage of every opportunity you get when you get in the cage because the thing is, you train 10 to 12 weeks for maybe a minute, for maybe a round, or maybe three to five rounds. You don't get that time back, so you got to do all you can. You know, you will never have no regrets about your fight if you re- if you understand that you train hard enough. Mm-hmm. If you know you was ready going into that fight and you know you train your ass off, there's no reason for you to ask somebody what do you think about this fight. That's that's a sign of weakness. Yeah. You know, even when I'm sparring, I'm training. Um, in my five minutes on the clock and I'm sparring, I'm training, sparring like six to eight rounds. When I spar, I spar at least eight to nine rounds, five minute rounds. You know what I'm saying? And um and I'm doing this with beast, you know what I'm saying. So, looking at the clock, you gotta understand when you training when you training with a heavyweight that's seasoned and understand what dog food tastes like. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't be training and watching no clock. It's showing them a sign of weakness because that starts at training. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you rolling and doing jujitsu, don't worry yeah. about when the round is over. You looking at the clock. Yeah, that that right there. Me looking at the clock. That means you're losing. It means you're tired. Was, yeah, you're tired. Ground at the end of the first round. Yeah, yeah. Me doing this. Because the thing is, I should have just listened. I shouldn't have looked. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that got me clipped. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But if you really know that you gave it your all in your training camp and you can't let nobody interfere because anybody can fuck that up for you. Coaches. Um, coaches might not be around. Mm-hmm. Um, coaches might not be going to a fight with you. You know what I'm saying? But you got to understand, like, at the end of the day, Daniel James know how to fight. But it's, it's about... A, but an athlete has to know how to put it together. So yeah, that's like what Mike Perry was saying, right? Yeah, like Mike Perry, Mike yeah. Perry went to the extreme of that, but he kind of yeah. saying that whole yeah. thing. Like, I don't yeah. think you know how to fight. Yeah. You, know? you know how to fight, but an athlete has to put it together. Yeah. And when you're in the ring, a true athlete is going to stand that like sometime you might have to jog alone, run alone, fight alone, play alone. And that's it. It's like Mike that like said, that heavyweight division is a lonely road. You're mm-hmm. always by yourself. You know what I'm saying? You always by yourself. Hell, you know what I'm saying? Hell, the beauty and the beast, he was in the castle. How long by himself? Yeah, yeah, he came yeah, along, yeah. He found somebody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, he was alone though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, but he was hey, he was the beast. You know what I'm saying? Gentle giant. You got you got a dream fight in mind? Tomorrow they said, Hey, you can fight anybody I you want. I want to fight against Ruslan, the guy that I fought last year and went to the decision okay. with. I want him back. Okay. I believe that. He just did a uh, he just lost about he got knocked out, I think, right? I think he got knocked out. Um, I fought against him last November, and I took the fight on a quick notice. And I hope my manager see this podcast. <laughs> I hope ACA said, a lot of people see this podcast. ACA said because I'm going, I'm going, we going to make sure that. Uh, but I won't Ruslan again because okay. there's no way he can go fight for the title. Um, he has to come back and go through the roster again. So mm-hmm. um, after I go and fight this guy, that's number four, which they should give me him. It'll be great for me to fight Ruslan again because I give him time to rest up and <laughs> we can fight. And by the time we fight... I, I think we know who he wants to fight. <laughs> and, and by t- yeah, but I, I want him back. You know, I, I want him hey, back. Like you said, no bias in that. I watched that whole fight through. I don't see how he got a UD on that one. There's yeah. no way. Like, at, like I said, you had him press against the cage for at least yeah. three to four minutes per round. I don't. I couldn't count in one hand how many different strikes he's yeah. throwing. It was, I don't get where that. It was a. Came it, was, from. it was. A, it was. It was an all kick fight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. You know what so. I'm saying? But you know what? 
I was in Europe though, Mike. Yeah, you know, that, I, was in, I was in Europe, and if I was over here in America, Chicago, maybe they would have said, "Hey, mm-hmm. this the home. This is American. Let's get this to Daniel." But you know, if you satisfied after a split decision off a win like that, good luck. Yeah, because you got to see me again. Cause we in the same workout work league. You're a colleague of mine. Yeah. It's an interesting way to same look circle. at it. You're a colleague. We're the same circle. Yeah. <laughs> Kicking you, colleagues' asses. Colleague. You know what I'm saying? But you know what? But fighting brings a different brotherhood, though. You yeah. Know? It's not, I've never oh, been sure, a part yeah. of anything that I can just beat somebody up and just say, hey, good job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you're the only people that can understand your life. Yeah. 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 I'm a yeah. fan. Like, I know I know the fight as far as the sport of it, like watching yeah. it, but I don't know the life. You don't, yeah. Unless you, you live you, it, you, you don't you know. You know more than the average person, yeah. even more than more than the average person. So I was wondering, like, I always wondered how cordial you guys are with each other. Like, you yeah. know each other where you're at in the rankings. You're like, yeah. oh, I'm fighting you. You know, if you're texting each other, hey, bro, we're fighting. You know, like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> oh, yo, you know what? Some, man, some people you know, some people you don't. Like, the thing is, is like, on message the guys about the fight before. I'm like, man, we gonna fight. He's yeah. Like, Ooh. He's like, man, let's put this put a show on these for these people. And it's like, yeah. good job. You know. Uh, uh, I get people asking me all the time, how do you become friends with every damn body you beat up? Yeah. I'm like, well, Daniel becomes friends with everybody. Yeah. That is like, I'm like, it's I've, not I've, that. I've had many conversations yeah. with Daniel, so it's comfortable. Like, you can see, like, he's talking to us like we've known all of us. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Daniel's friends, best friends with everybody. Right, right, dude, That's what it is. Man, dude, we just, it is, it's a sport. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get mad at nobody because you did this and whatever. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But the thing is, like, I, I just get irritated. I, you know what? I get irritated by things when people ask me silly questions or, like, um, hey, bro, you do MMA? <laughs> do I do MMA? What the what the hell is that? You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or, hey, you do M, you do UFC? Like oh, uh, that's probably the worst. Like, do you do UFC? How do, do you how do you do MMA or do? M- well, no, I get the same questions for doing jujitsu. Like, yeah. they they think it's UFC. Like no, yeah, oh, you do UFC? I'm no, like no, no, it's I'm like, no y'all gotta understand. So <laughs> nobody punches me. It's right, only one piece to a thousand piece puzzle. Oh, <laughs> oh, maybe a oh, corner of it. What if yeah. it's something like? Oh yeah, my um my friend do that. He um he he do the MMA thing. Yeah. You know I'm him? Like, his name. I'm like, you know, he you know his name? Shirts. He wear affliction shirts. You know his name? I'm like, do I know his name? I Buckle say, jeans. So I say, I asked somebody the other day. I said, what's his name? So and so. I'm like, all right, let me tell you something. What I do is totally different from what your boyfriend. Does. <laughs> what Just your boyfriend you do? He's ass. doing it to be cool. What I do. It's a whole different ball game. Like yeah. you know, I'm you know I'm fighting. I'm like it's training involved in this. You know, just because somebody go to a gym and hit some pads, yeah, and, and, and you saw him train at an MMA gym and they she goes to with somebody, gym. that don't mean it. You know, he, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He at the it's UFC gym, gym and and, and gym. he's like, oh, oh, he he trained at the UFC. Oh, you fighting this guy? He at the UFC gym? No, the Apex Center is in Vegas. Yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But that's 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 one thing you have to humble yourself in a sport. Be like. People really don't know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Well, I gotta say that, like, if you piss Daniel off, you must have did something crazy. Because, like I said, this guy is is a gentle giant. He gets in that cage, he'll tear some people's heads off. But on the street, talking to him in person, he's one of the nicest guys you meet. I mean, the guy marries people. Uh, <laughs> like, 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 we weren't gonna get that out of here without crazy. talking about that. Like, this man will get you married. Like, that's like, crazy, like, man. So that was that was a crazy moment for me too. How man. did that come about? Uh, I don't know, man. I I just been friend like. I've been friends with um people so long, man, and uh, a one a client that I trained, a friend of mine, her name was Andrea, and um her husband's Andrew Bremen. Um let me fix that. Brennan, Bren Brenman. <laughs> she probably killed me after saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but um she's been a part of my life for like 
eight, nine years, man. And um, and she's been like a little sister, you know. And for her to come tell me like, me and Angie want you to marry us. I'm like, you say what? I'm like, you talking about somebody who just got you probably just chilling the night before something <laughs> influence. <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, uh, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you sure? She's like, yeah, we want you to do it. So she gave me the whole spill on why she wanted me to do it. And I said, I said, okay, I'll do it. So a whole year went by, then it was time for me to do it. In September, I'm like, I'm like, damn, I gotta do it. Oh, shit. Most men thinking like, oh man, I gotta do this. So I'm thinking about, oh man, am I in shape for it? Or <laughs> I'm be on camera? I'm like, yeah, this sweater gonna look on me. I'm gonna be on camera with them. Think like, oh this. Um, so I did it, and um, it was bittersweet, man. She was just, she was, she, she, she cried. She was happy. Um, I got a chance to meet her dad. Um, and you no, know, but for be thankful, people like, man, thank you for doing this to my daughter and being there for her, being a brother figure or whatever. I'm like, she got a, no, she got a brother, but you know, me and her brother, man, mm-hmm. and uh, for her family just to be, you know, respect me for that and uh, and uh, and our relationship that we have. You know what I'm saying? You know, cause being come on, being in the gym and you friends with a girl and all that stuff like that. You know, sometimes things go a little sour. You know how that's you know, you know but yeah, I have friends coming from a gym like that and and good slate you know all good energy I, I i took that as a compliment man i took that like damn i'm a trainer fighter i reached the pinnacle <laughs> i married a client well <laughs> and uh well i'm planning whenever this whole thing COVID thing clears up having to wait in 2021 so if you ain't fighting <laughs> I'll, I'll find your fight schedule i'll put yeah, you we do we give right out now. we give out deals now this, yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. That's, that's the new program the yeah new i'm gonna plan my wedding around your fight schedule so you're the one on you get to train the- you get to train and you actually get a professional fighter to marry you yeah <laughs> You want to get married in Russia, Poland? <laughs> I think Carl will have that. I don't think Carl ain't going to have that. <laughs> we, we talked about destination wedding, but that was definitely That ain't going to be one of them. Yeah, it won't be one sure. of those for a while. But man. for sure, put him on the spot right here on, yeah, uh, on audio files. <laughs> nah, but we, you know what I'm saying? But it's, man, it's all good, though. I'll mirror the hell out of y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That'll be a fun day. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's part of the reason we have Let's a kid Let's make sure together. it's not in March yeah. and there's no Patron involved. No, I don't there might be Patron. Like, the last... <laughs> Has to be. Like it's a said, wedding. Last time there was Patron involved, me and Daniel. Like I said, the kid I was talking about earlier, he came from that experience. So. I know. I, t- I tell Mike at the bar. I say, Mike, we drinking Patron and um, a so splash that's of lime. Bellator fight we're talking about earlier. We, we drink Patron and a splash of lime. But yeah. a splash of lime, rosy lime. I told him and to Mike say, it's decent. We drinking everything after the fourth Patron, and our Patrons was like this big. You know, we was drinking Patron. Mm-hmm. Our shots was drinking shots. We was drinking them and. And um, I looked at Mike and said, "You and Carlo together? <laughs> <laughs> we had really like kind of just started. They had really just started like, like being like, yeah. out in the open about dating So, and each I just other, said, yeah. I said, well, I'm gonna tell you like this here: a little bit more of this Patron tonight, y'all gonna have a, it's gonna be a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and and they just laughed. And next thing you know, Carlo pregnant. <laughs> oh damn." <laughs> Michael yeah. really so did it. It's only fitting if he finished that I'm circle like, and marries us at the end of the day. I'm like, man, he, is, man, he had him. Speaking things into existence. Speaking things into existence, man. Yeah, man. Speaking things into James, man. Is and, man, but you know what? I'm just glad that um, I'm able to just um, be around this long because, you know, time flies and mm-hmm. MMA, MMA feel like dog years. Wow. The best thing is you're stronger than ever right now. Yeah, you know, so, I mean, not only just hanging, not just hanging in there, you're yeah. not just taking fights. Like, you're winning yeah. fights. Like I said, the only, those L's are 
questionable L's to yeah. talk about. Yeah. So it's not like you're just hanging on. You're thriving. You're not yeah. surviving. You're thriving. And I'm just looking at the fact that it's like I get in the best shape of my life every time I get ready to fight. Um, and I realize that stay conditioned when you're walking around. Um, Set a reasonable weight. Quarantine kind of like to, yeah. you know, was hard. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I yeah. worked out on quarantine. I tried to stay in the gym and train quarantine, but the gyms kept closing down. Mm-hmm. People getting COVID, this and that. So it's like, damn, you know. And as a fighter, we so used to uh, or fight or doing jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Each other. we can't do we it. We used yeah. to be in, in contact. And we feel Drooling like. and sweating all on each other. <laughs> when we go to the gym and do weight training, that's like, okay. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. It ain't the same. It ain't like, the same. You know, can we understand doing jujitsu, we can have an eight pound cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. Like. Getting on the treadmill and running, trying to sweat out eight pounds. It's different between rolling about ten minutes and sweating mm-hmm. out eight pounds. Yeah, there ain't no fun. You know what I'm saying? No, you know you get on you you, you roll jujitsu about five six rounds. You sweat it out eight pounds. Yeah, you know what I'm saying eight to ten pounds. You're like, oh man, no, we get a kick out of that. It's fun, but COVID yeah. is like all that was cut out. No body contact, no anything. Um, I did some pads, uh, but I had to do pads outside. Mm-hmm. Um, shadow box outside. I did a lot of roll work, but that's when I tapped back into the running like crazy. Um, I was running up to five to ten miles um, straight, you know. I'm running these miles straight, you know. And then, and I feel like um, I, I got into doing that because I felt that was the only way I can really tap back into that, that um, that harshness of, like, working out. Yeah. Like, feeling like I'm just really rugged and, like, I exerted myself. Yeah. Doing those eight, five or ten miles and being like, okay, well, I feel like I'm drained. I feel like I can go home now. And lay down like I was the weakest man at training. You know, I like mm-hmm. to feel like I'm the, I, you know, if if I if I if I go train and I dominate it the whole day, I don't feel like nothing's done. Yeah, you haven't learned anything. I, when, yeah. If I go home and I sit on the couch and I can watch Netflix and do some um, activity, and I'm just like, I feel like a regular, just a regular dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. no. When I go home and I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. That's like I'm <laughs> get my ass beat all the time. So. One of the reasons I love the role. Like you think about going. You think like, do yeah. I really want to go do that again? Do I want to do another naga? Do I want to yeah. do another fight? Yeah. Like, do I really want to go train tomorrow after this guy from Northwestern came in the first day and took me down? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm getting all the Division One wrestlers coming to my camp now, just to do a Monday night wrestling, which is intense, but it's like. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm like, they is really just go, 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 go. And I'm, yeah. but I look at it now and just be like, hey, young fella, it gotta be. And you hear yourself saying that now, like, young fella. Because somebody <laughs> said it to you, you like, young fella, yo, it ain't about just taking nobody down no more. Just MMA. MMA wrestling is different between wrestling and wrestling. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah. you get me down, you gotta worry about You gotta do shit. If I'm on my back, I'm yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you on top of me, I'm good. To the, to the average person, you'd be like, oh, man, that's a bad move. No. Nah, that's the know, thing. Those, those, I see a hand. I got a Uma Plata. Yeah. I, go for, I got a Kimura. I got a... Ooh, People straight wrestling don't realize it. And they also, they like to get guillotined a lot, too. They like to... Yeah. <laughs> they set their stuff up for that, mm-hmm. though. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man. Yeah, but that's... Man, that's the whole recap of, man, mm-hmm. Daniel James fight career. And, and, and what's to come, I can tell you that... Just keep watching. You know what I'm saying? We're going to do that. We're going to do that. I ain't done. I'm, I want to... Um, I want ACA to be able to keep this American market going. I know when we was over there in Europe, they really tapped into that American yeah. market like that because, you know, having two Americans fight high end over there and being in the top five or top ten like that, and for the for 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 the American fans to see that, 
the feed that we got back from the guys in Russia was telling us like, dude, we had so many people from America watching this fight. And I'm like, damn, I had something to do with that. And I just yeah. feel like I feel good that I'm a part of something that's <laughs> rough, violent, but mm-hmm. respected. It's natural. It's a sport. It's natural. It's a natural you know thing. Saying? You know, yeah. and it's a way of us expressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, this sport ain't for the tough guy. No. no. It ain't for the tough guy at all, man. No. Man, this shit. You got to check, that, hum- you gotta check that ego. Man. Man. Check yeah. that ego, right? Yep. Humble beginnings, You'll have man. some setbacks. You got to be humble. What yep. would you say to the the fifteen year old kid who like thinks he might want to be a MMA fighter? What what would you recommend he do, or the path he should take, or you know, I I want he sees you, he goes, man, I see something, I see myself in in you, you know, I want to be that that fighter that raises. You know, you're sixteen years old. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, beyond, I mean, I just tell him to buckle up, man, and um, whatever comes with it, take it with a grain of salt. And just stay focused and stay focused on the path because he's 15 years old. He's going to have some some times that he want to go and not go. Um, one thing you got to worry about with the young guys is that they might not fully commit themselves to it. You know what I'm saying? Just right. because of the environment or whatever they're around. Because over here in America, we got so many things that can pull them in. One kid is not going to focus on one thing. But I think if he focuses on the martial art aspect, he'll be a better athlete in any other field that he Anything mm. that he plays. Body awareness. Football, yeah. Basketball, baseball. He'll be the best athlete out there. Just Math, because he it dis- don't matter. Whatever he's ma- doing. Just because he discovered so many things with his body. Muscle fibers, mm-hmm. quick twitches. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like everything. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just said just keep working hard, man. And um and then everything else really with that falls up on the parent because the parent has to be there to support him sure. and let him know that like this can be a confidence killer. This could be something that could really kill your confidence. You go to a tournament or you go to a kickboxing tournament or a jiu-jitsu tournament and your kid, he lose three to four times and you study putting him in these tournaments. He like, I don't want to do it no more. But you got to let him know like, hey, the best in the world gonna lost. Come. Right? Mm-hmm. They're going to come. There's right. no undefeated heavyweight on the planet. The first right. skill you learn in jiu-jitsu is how to tap. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first <laughs> thing you learn in jiu-jitsu. So I, think, I, I just think teaching the, teaching the kids that um, failure is always there, but it don't have to be an option. You know right. what I'm saying? And and that's why I tell any 15, any 10-year-old, any grown-ass man that mm-hmm. want to get into it. I got guys, no guys that's 25 years old want to get into MMA. But right. the thing is, I just let them know, if you're a grown person getting into MMA, understand that the foundation has to be different. Still make sure home is good. Because it's gonna take you away from the lady a few days or, or yeah. you know, some time. It's gonna take your time. You you might forget to show up to the the banquet with the girl. You might you the you might party. you might forget you can't make it to the birthday party or you can't make it to the best friend birthday. You can't and make you can't it to, eat the cake. You yeah. can't eat the cake. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm what I'm saying? Because I brought my chicken. I'm not better. Yeah, than you. <laughs> and you know your 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 woman is Spanish too, so yeah. you know you gotta eat the rice when she gone. take you to her uh, mom house. <laughs> <laughs> you go to a Spanish woman house and, and they. Parents yeah. actually offer you food, and you don't eat it. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be something. hell to pay. Yeah, no. it's gonna be hell to pay. He don't want to eat. He don't want to eat. The hell's wrong with him? I don't want anything. But my mom said you gotta eat, babe. I can't eat it right now. I got a tournament tomorrow. Yeah. Like, okay, he said he can't eat. Yeah, you're gonna have some miss. major <laughs> social obligations yeah. so, when you're done. You so yeah, but overall, man, all that man, just stay focused just stay get focused, in the gym get in the gym um and just be there for them though you know yeah. what i'm saying it's because it's different between starting to, starting it at 
at 15 and then you started at you 25 15 you got time 25 you got a little time right. but you have other but the 15 year olds already yeah. got 10 years on you right you right know? right yeah. but you got to understand at the older age you have to think about the time you got to be able to separate and prioritize certain things right. but if MMA is going to be a priority right. you have to make sure that's a priority you have to understand whoever that you with they have to understand like this is what I'm doing in my life right now mm-hmm. I don't mean no harm I don't mean to be a you know what I'm saying? But I'm not being selfish because we can rub off his being selfish. That's probably the biggest one, right? Yeah, we can yeah. Rub, we, we can rub off his being selfish right. because we yeah. always train. Oh, he's in it. I get it all the time. You know, um, I, I got a few friends that know exactly what I do. Right. You know what I'm saying? That I grew up with. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like like him, he, he been to every fight. But it's been times that when he first came to fight, just my homie he was there just, just my friend mm-hmm. you know but now mm-hmm. he watched more goddamn MMA than I do right. <laughs> right. so he texting me on the phone like man did you just see this fight I'm like what the fuck I'm like come on man really? <laughs> but, no, but he's accurate but he's a coach though so he yeah. understands so like when I took him to Poland I took both those guys to Poland I wasn't worrying about who was good at jiu-jitsu or who was good at boxing or have you ever cornered somebody in MMA I looked at the fact that he played he played ball he played ball he coaches both of them, both of them into sports and coach things like they was kids, so they understand what winning means. They understand mm-hmm. what winners feel like, and they understand what danger looks like. Yeah. And by him knowing me, they know that like, okay, well, this is a, this is a whole different. They call me Deezy, so it's like this. Oh, this is a whole different Deezy. This yeah. ain't just. And they know what what you know makes Deezy Deezy tick, right? They know what makes Deezy tick. Yeah. And he know he know at baddest he want to be like, man, get up, get up. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he know like. I've seen Deezy on the ground so many times. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And come out and on top. So right. this is not a bad position. So I took I took what they knew in coaching to my fight, not them knowing me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I took them. I took the coaching with me, not them. Right. So I wasn't worried about the fact that, like, you know what I'm saying, you won a million games or whatever. I took what you learned from coaching to being in the cage with me because that shit different. You know what I'm saying? Oh, when that cage open. And who got to run in and tell you something? Hell, he had to massage my leg on national television. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but to, that's to what the, you needed to yeah. the fellas, to the homies, to the fellas back home in Chicago. They looking on TV like, man, my praise is massaging, massaging Daniel leg. <laughs> Say it to my face. face. But, they, but I'm like, yeah, but don't y'all know that massaging my leg is the reason why I went yeah, down in that, that first that round. Cramp. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And massaging my leg got me up in the second round. And that's the reason why when I came out of Chicago, yeah. y'all had to watch some but almost, job. It almost makes real sense. Like, you know, with you know, with Mike Perry bringing his, like, girl and stuff. It's yeah. like, you, yeah. you, you've taken eight weeks of training camp or ten weeks. Like, you know what you need to do in this fight. Yeah. But you need that other aspect. Yeah, you need the other aspect. Yeah, you don't need to be overwhelmed with information sometimes. And not at all. Yeah. You, and, like, and that's why you take your people with you. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, I had a camera. Like, me, my, my, my boy down there with me, he had a whole camera. He filmed yeah. every damn thing with us down there. So... We understand what was going on with ACA, so we couldn't. I, I wouldn't worry about cameras running around me. I wouldn't worry about cameras doing this and that. I was, I was looking at the fact that the footage that he was getting, I wanted to see what was going on behind the scenes mm-hmm. yeah. with me. I wanted to, I wanted, I wanted to look at that footage and say, they was with me. They experienced this. This is what most people wonder: what's going on? He just asked that question: what goes on behind the scenes? Yeah, and. The footage that he has on his camera is like nobody will ever have this footage, so we can see that it's like wow, this is. They saw me laying on the ground. They saw me like trying to cut 
one pound because of my body fat so low, or mm-hmm. water retention too low, and it's like, where he gonna cut it from? Yeah. This dude, yeah. is, this dude is ripped his hair right now at two sixty five. Like he's down. So like they unsaw that. They unsaw my weak moments. They unsaw me being in the sauna and, and can't take it. They un, you know, they, people don't see this what fighters go through. They don't see a fighter go through the fact that your water retention becomes so low sometimes, and. And, and, and you in the bathroom, you pissing, you mess around, piss blood. You know, mm-hmm. and you look like what the hell? I dry. I'm, I'm like, I'm literally dry as hell. You know, yeah. yeah fighters are missing that. weight by one pound. It's not. You know what I'm saying? That and they're then, lazy. And then you got the person on YouTube comment saying, "What a lazy bastard." What's yeah, you don't yeah, know what that person. But, is but, but by right one there, pound. I understand that only ten percent of the world do what I do. Yeah, less than that. Yeah, less than that. I'd and say one percent. Less other, than that. Yeah, and the other percentage is the ones that watch. Mm-hmm. And want to tell you what you did wrong all the mm-hmm. time. That's an easy job. That's why I like this job. You know what I'm saying? I can sit down and talk about what they did in the case. No, but y'all have, but y'all have knowledge. Y'all have knowledge. Yeah, about like, it. we've been through. Well, I try to be y'all been through it. Y'all have yeah. knowledge about it. Well, yeah. I'm talking about those people that's that's down the street. They're just saying, "Oh, I saw this guy fight. Oh yeah, he." You know, sometimes people would just be a fan just because they they they, they friend know you. Mm-hmm. Or you know what I'm saying? So it's just like. Or that person just walks in, they see one person won, one person lost, like, oh, that guy sucks. You right. know, or he's like, no, 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 there's so much that goes into what just happened. You have no idea. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> so that's what it is. So, yeah, man. So that's, man, that's, that's just an overview of everything. So I yeah. look, you know, from, 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 from this training to just being in the ring and just the overseer of life and how people look at it. And everybody want to do what you do. Um, and you might not want to do what they do. They're just the game. You know what I'm saying? And, um, time consuming. Um, when I retire from it, am I gonna miss it? I don't think I'm gonna miss it. Hmm. I don't think I'm gonna miss it because the thing is, I always tell myself I never want to relive a past. You know what I'm saying? I rather just take it and put it into my little ones. If they yeah. want to do it. You know what I'm saying? If, if that's what he want to do, I I'm glad I'm able to have an experience to say, Are right, you you ready? This is what it takes. Mm-hmm. And his mama know. Babe, this is what it takes. I saw your daddy do this, and you know, for your child to see see his mom being your number one fan and, and and making sure your meals is prepped and making sure you out the house for training or making sure your friends coming to pick you up so you can go to the so y'all go to there. But we went to Poland. She, my woman was downstairs waiting to see him pull up, and she'll probably sent them about five six texts already. Like, <laughs> I need y'all, y'all, y'all one point, y'all. I'm like Sonya. I'm like they know. Well, I'm saying, you got luxury too. Your woman being a former body, being on stage bodybuilder, yeah, yeah. so she so, knows yeah. what all that yeah. goes she's into. She's getting ready for a show now. Yeah, actually, bodybuilder, so right she knows now, she how knows. you know the cut and all that. Yeah, yeah. so she's right so, there with him, and she's getting amped up. So she now she now she's on fire. She's looking like, oh man, it's my turn. You know. So yeah. and I told her when I got back, I said, hey, it's it's time for you to get on stage. To, Finishes, finishes. That's good out. though. There's, there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of talent. That's one thing. There's one thing. There's a I won't say what Jim was. I won't say what Jim was. I don't want to give him any credit. Yeah, we ain't <laughs> gonna say that. We ain't gonna say that. <laughs> but, uh, they, they unbanned us. A lot before. of people in there doing some things these days. Yeah, we're banned. <laughs> we banned. But uh, banned a lot of people from that gym doing things these days. Yeah, man. A lot of them doing really good things. And man, congrats to all those guys, man. Um, you, Mike, Julius, uh, myself, um, Mario, Mario's somewhere else now. Charles uh, down, Charles down, down Atlanta, Seti, little Seti Choo Choo Hatchet. Yeah. We love the fitness industry all over the place. Man. Yeah, so place, yeah. Uh, man, we all did something, and 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 these trying, you know what I'm saying, just trying to 
stay focused and staying positive. And throughout this whole hard times, man, yeah. we just suffered a crazy 2020. Yeah. It ain't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't over yet. We got another one. People say 2020's in. I'm like, this shit's carrying a 2021. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we almost over with 2020, man. And um, like I said, you know, we got a lot of things that we got to um, fix. I, I just look at 2020 as the year that you apply. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's, it's a it's year of learning. It's, yeah, risky. yeah, it's it, yeah. It's the year of learning. You learn. Twenty one is gonna be the year you apply, yeah. <laughs> right? right? You know what I'm saying? Sure. So it's a learning year, and um, twenty twenty was just just exposed a lot of shit, man. A lot of people, and uh, <laughs> but at the end of the day, you got you know you got us coming together and doing what we do and making you know again somebody something to listen to, talk about, <laughs> yeah, man, have some fun and uh, escape for an hour. To yeah. Shoot, yeah. 2021, let's bring it. Let's get it cracking. Sure, man. Anything you want to shout out or anything going down you want to put out? Man, I want to shout out. I want to shout out a few things, man. I want to shout out just Chicago in general, man, for just, you know what I'm saying, just being there for me. Um, um, shout out to those family members and those friends that's been down for me since day one. Um, shout out to, you know, um, my boy, you know what I'm saying, my prey, the the Hoopademic Sports Camp, which is crazy right now. Um, that's a sports program we got for kids. Um, shout out to, you know, um, my coaches. Um, uh, shout out to, man, I get so many people. I don't want to miss nobody, but I, you know, I love y'all. Somebody anyway. wants to reach out to you or for some promotion or something uh, somebody like that? Wanna, yeah. If anybody want to reach out to me for any promoting and stuff like that, man, um, you can hit me up on my IG, djames2600. That's D-J-A-M-E-S-2600. Um, um, that's that's Instagram, my Facebook, Daniel James MMA. Um, you can hit up my Shred Sixty Fitness page, uh, my American Predator fan page. Um, man, hell, you can hit up in the guard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out, in the, cover our, our shout out, shout out, shout out in the guard for um, having me on today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to ACA for having me as one of the top heavyweights. My management company, Brian Butler. Um, I can go on and on like the Emmys up here. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody that has something to do with this whole career thing, man. Shout out to my man AD for the for Drizzy TV. You know what I'm saying? For just taking his time with his camera to coming through. I'm about to say, and, he uh, got against the love in the back. He yeah, the camera, he, he got the camera. He <laughs> all, his that's page. his new name, Camera Homie. He, <laughs> man, he he got a camera everywhere he go. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but man. uh, just continue to everybody do big things, man. But those my main. Those my main focus, man. The people that I shout out, those people that have been there for me. Shout out to my girl, my girl Sonia, Sonia Monterell, man. She she been a trooper though. You know what I'm saying? She been down for me, um, um, helping me stay in shape. Um, shout out to um, the Hypoxy Studio, help with my fat, my fat, fat loss, decreasing my body fat. Um, yeah, come a long way from sweet sweat. Shout out to right. <laughs> shout out, shout out to humble, humble beginnings. My man Tony Tony Johnson, the champ from ACA. Uh, man, that's it. If I missed anybody, man, don't charge it to my heart. Right, he'll, be he'll, he'll be back. He'll be, he'll be back. back. We'll get him back we'll, on here. Once he gets that next W, uh, we gotta get him so back yeah, in. That next W, we definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, real quick before we go, you know, we haven't had any fights happening right now, but there's a little bit of news that came out. I just like to hear everybody's thoughts Let's on <laughs> uh, just a couple minutes here. We've got the announcement of the Adesanya fight. How are we feeling about this? Well, I kind of alluded to my, I tipped my hand in the beginning of the show before we started recording. I'm not betting against Izzy in any fight. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to take on, Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who's he fighting? Yeah, uh, he's fighting he's Jan, Jan 205 for the title. Yeah, the current uh, leader. <laughs> well, but, well, we're, what really, obviously, obviously Izzy is, 
like next level let's, striker. Let's see. Let's see. Our is, is he is he next level striker, man? He's um. That's not the pro talk. What am I doing? Yeah, talking? let's let's Daniel yeah, talk. We is talking he, up. Is he is he is he is the next level type fighter? He got a lot better, man. Especially his kick, kickboxing days over in Europe. Um, he you know that loss that he had was nothing compared to what he's doing now. Full blown right. martial arts, and I'm I'm with Izzy on this fight. Yeah, the way I see it, like Jan's best shot of being Izzy is knocking him out, and he's not gonna knock. Yeah, him he's, out. he's he can't. He gotta like, catch him. Like if yeah. Jan was a great grappler, I might give him a shot. If he was a wrestler, to get him down. But like his best shot is on his feet. You're not touching his him style down. plays into Izzy's strengths. Right. Yeah, Izzy's right. gonna hit him with a counter. Yeah, can put a him counter. out. Yeah, can put him out. Like, do you think Jan hits harder than uh, Costa? I don't. No, I don't think and so. Also, couldn't go anywhere near. Gaslam, yeah. Gaslam probably it's hard. It's hard yeah. to do. Gaslam could wrestle. And he he yeah, can wrestle. Gaslam gave him the most fits. Yeah, because yeah, because that's what they like. It kind of happened with Connor and Habib. Like Connor was worried about the wrestling takedown, so it made him look weaker on the feet because he couldn't yeah. really. Connor has no wrestling, no condition at all. Yeah, but, yeah. but, but, but Connor yeah. out of the second yeah, round. Some guy credit when they're going against Khabib. That's a different level. Yeah, that's a different thing. Wrestler bears, bears as a child. <laughs> so, but um, baby bear, grown bear, own kids. Yeah, I mean, was some great. That's but good. That, that's going in a clip. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, baby bear grown. But, but like, yeah, if Jan was a great grappler, I'd give him a little bit more of a chance. But he's gonna try to stand with Izzy. He's gonna go to sleep. Yeah, I think Izzy. I, see this? I think this is a sleeper thing to set up that Izzy Jones. You know, maybe this motivates Jones, and maybe hey, why well, my bulk? I can well, come back down to two hundred five. I got Izzy a new challenge. You know what I mean? Because he hasn't fought the bigger weight class yet. At least not here. He's, he's, I mean, listen. If he beats the the number one guy, the belt holder, like yeah. I mean, wait, okay, wait, oh, he's gonna he, beat. He's gonna beat. Fight fans, no, Izzy was knocking out heavyweights when he was kickboxing. He yeah, was he was knocking yeah, yeah, out yeah. cold. Knocking him out. Yeah. So he know he know he can knock out a bigger guy, but the UFC audience hasn't seen that yet. So I think yeah. that's what this is. See, one thing about this though, like Izzy, Izzy, listen. I look at Izzy striking as perfected. Mm-hmm. He's a perfected. He's a perfected so striker, man. Like, dude is like a. Uh, I don't even know what kind of gun he can be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, a laser. laser though. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, don't get me wrong. I, listen, he, I, he's, know, a, he's a he's a heat seeking missile. Izzy, man. I'm a big fan of Izzy. Yeah. It doesn't mean fight somebody that I like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like Izzy's a great striker. He's gonna finish this guy in the first round. Um, um, he gonna he gonna if he go to second if this fight this fight yeah, it's gonna go first or second. It going first or second. The second round is he. This guy, his, his legs is going to be like jello mm-hmm. by the time he's done with us. So yeah, I just don't wanna, see how Jan wins this fight. Yeah, I don't see how he wins. Yeah. Yeah. If no takedowns, no. Yeah. Listen, if you're a smaller guy, you're not taking over, you're not rushing, no, take nobody down, you're not getting a hold on like Curtis Blazer, the heavyweights. Yeah. yeah. You're not taking nobody down. Yeah, Izzy's a master at range, too. Like, he's going to control that distance. He, he goes to the two, the and this is, where is this? Ha- is this happening, Fight Island? So you got the big cage? Mm, I just pulled up a thing. It's March 6th. I don't know if that's going to be in Fight Island. Yeah, I don't know. Because they were questioning if this January stuff was going to be over there. Were they? Yeah. Mm. Shows headline Amanda Nunes and Megan Anderson also on that fight. Damn, we just can't get away from that fight. That might be Fight Island. Poor Megan. Poor Megan. I think that's going to be Fight Island. because Nunes is going to crush her. She is, man. Nunes is not going to lose against nobody. Unless they do... The biggest promotion, Jake Paul. Of all. <laughs> yeah, Dana. Dana's for it. She would kick his ass. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that. We'll talk about that. She'd kick his that. ass, Mike. <laughs> Jake Paul could be can even be Tisha Torres. Whoa. <laughs> Maybe we Daniel James. Jake. So yeah. is that who we're calling out on the podcast? Yeah, I would love to hey, see Daniel. I would Jake kick Paul. Jake Paul ass. Yeah, you would. I would kick Jake. I would kick Jake Paul ass. Hell, I would have took that Mike Tyson fight. 
Oh damn! For some bread, I would have took yeah, that fight. Yeah, sure. sure. I would have loved that fight just to stay out for Mike Tyson, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he's like sixteen ounce gloves, all good. I gave yeah, him a four no, ounce gloves. But Jake okay. Paul, nah, he don't. Jake Paul don't want no problem. What's Jake Paul weight? One eighty, one eighty something. One eighty. He's he not a small dude. If he could meet me at two twenty five, two thirty, he's not a small dude. Drop to two fifty. Oh, I think he got a shot versus you. I'm thinking he's gonna knock out the man Nunez now. Nah, he no um a man Nunez is a man Nunez. He's like a man. One eighty nine. He's, he's, he's an average. You know, he's, he's okay, like so he's around. walking around. At he's walking around at one eighty. One eighty nine. Yeah. Did he cut weight for that fight against Robinson? I highly doubt it. He had to cut a few. Nate Robinson is like a one ninety five guy. Has Nate Robinson yeah. stood up yet? <laughs> man, you know. Before I get out of here, man, a lot of people say, "Oh, at least Nate Robinson got in the ring." I said, no, it's more than that. <laughs> yeah, it's well, more to this shit than that. Like. Well, not only that, I th- I think Nate did not take his training seriously. You can't because yeah. like the 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 technique that uh, Jake used that step back, you know. Cross, well, he's been training with, too. You know, was a simple that was a simple boxing move. move, move yeah. And yeah. he like day cut one an boxing, angle, yeah. And Nate was just out of control. It was like Nate was trying to brawl with him. And it's like Nate yeah. kept trying to hug him. Well, Nate probably looked at him like YouTube dude from Disney. I'm gonna beat the shit. Yeah. I'm a star athlete. And it, yeah, right. That's what. Well, was, one more thing we got to uh, talk about it. There it is. Thoughts. On the oh, McGregor, we already know where I'm at on. You already know where I'm at on this one. Well, I'm with McGregor on this one. I just think um, um, the UFC is study feeding McGregor. After all that talk about time at top team, we're gonna go against Dustin. Poirier. I know, but Phil Dara is mad as shit. Yeah, no. <laughs> McGregor beat him the first time. It was not a hard fight. Yeah, I think um, it's it's gonna be a big mental aspect. You know, yeah, like I, Dustin knows he can get finished. Like do you that. know that Dustin Poirier has never lost a rematch. Not yet. McGregor <laughs> is a millionaire right now. Is he really putting in the work? Here's I have not totally jumped. I'm he don't need UFC fighter to make me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Poirier's not the same fighter when they fought for sure. Yeah, and they fought how many years ago? A long time ago. Yeah. At one forty-five, where Poirier okay. was oh, yeah. not a good one forty-five fighter. Right. Well, it won't be good for McGregor. One thing I learned about this sport: the sun shines on a dog's ass any day. Yeah. Man, you got to be ready, man. Now, con- now, like I said, I'm not. I haven't totally picked Dustin Poirier. But Poirier's yet. been in some wars these past few wars, like Hooker. You know, and he, he won him. He, you know, Nurmagomedov, Khabib. Yeah. Who else? Yeah. yeah. Who did he fought before he that? Who did he fight Khabib before that? Out. Let's not forget that part of that. I don't know. You know, I think Connor gets it done in the same amount of time or less. <laughs> Again, I've been totally done. I'm still going back. I got two other cards before I have to pick this one. So I'm not going to pick. Yeah, you just keep deciding over there. We know. <laughs> we know Connor's going to win. Okay. Well, uh, do we know that? We no, do. We do. I, I like Connor. Going back and forth. I don't this, know. It. I don't this, know. Man. This is. <laughs> I want to see the scale. I want to see the talk. It's really. I don't know if it's a good thing or bad thing. In fact, how quiet Connor's being. Well, it's because still the early. thing is, he Connor learned this. See, Connor learned his lesson. Yeah. You listen. It. You can talk stuff about selling tickets, but a Connor Connor's a guy that I can look at and I can tell when he feel it and we don't. Mm-hmm. Or he mm-hmm. can force them when he can force the feel. Yeah. And like the last fight, um, he had that he lost. Uh, I can see that it wasn't. I knew he was going to lose the fight against Khabib. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did when he took the fight against um, the feeder, the cowboy. cowboy. Oh, yeah, you knew. Come I mean, on. You knew like, he was going to oh, beat Cowboy. Like they seen them. Yeah. I'm going to go on record saying this fight's going to be a decision. Maybe. Maybe. This fight's not going to be finished. It can't go to the, for, for, for uh, um, Poirier. Going to decision, the fights go to McGregor. Right. For McGregor, the fight go to decision is a good win for him. 
But McGregor can get embarrassed after this fight if it go to the decision because they're going to say, you should have destroyed that guy. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be criticized well, that, for that. That'll be the outside world. But anyone I think, that knows yeah. UFC knows that Dustin is a world-class fighter. He just yeah, he beat is. Matt Holloway. Like I said, he had Khabib yeah, he in the guillotine. Holloway, right? mm-hmm. Yeah, he beat yeah. Matt Holloway. He beat Dan Hooker. He's yeah, beat he him twice, Khabib hasn't he? In that Holloway twice. He couldn't finish it, but he probably came closer to being Khabib than anybody. Yeah, I think the biggest difference with this fight that it plays out at 155. It's like, what does that do for Poirier's chin? Like, he can take more punishment, obviously. Yeah. McGregor's strong, though, man. Yeah. But, but I mean, McGregor's... What, do you have one win at 55? Two? Two, right? No, no, just Alvarez, right? The only time he fought at 155 is when he won the title. Yeah, he beat Alvarez, and he went up to That's 170. That's the reason why Nate Diaz, like, you only fight midgets. Nate Diaz told yeah. you only fight midgets. Well, that Nate Diaz, the knee edge is a whole different... Yeah. I just feel like this is a... I feel like this is a Styles makes fight fight, though, like... Again, I'm not betting. Poye's strengths yet. play into Connor's strengths, and like we'll talk about whiskey and wagers a little bit closer. To the fight. We still got two weeks to think about stuff to break it down. Two you mean you got two weeks between. to think about stuff? I, I'm good. Break down tape for the for the Holloway Cater card. The yeah, Hamza, yeah, yeah, Edwards card. There's so many. Fights it's like you would think it'd be though. different. Yeah. Like I'd be, you'd be more uh, impulse, and I'd be more not. But, but yeah. Um, gonna hear a pros talk for once in a while. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, man. That being said, I think that kind of kind of covers it, right? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. that's good. Man, I appreciate being here, though, man. I have no, a lot you, of you we appreciate you, you. whiskey and fights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 so yeah. Whiskey yeah. and fights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man. The shout out for all the hard work you've been doing, man. I remember when we starting out with this stuff. You uh, yeah. where you at now is awesome, man. Keep up the good work. Again, welcome to come back anytime, man. Whenever, man. You know yeah, we shout out all Daniel's uh, social. Maybe we shout out ours, right? In yeah. the guard one on Twitter. Uh, in the guard on Instagram, in the guard podcast.com. You can find everything obviously on YouTube at in the guard. Subscribe all the places, podcasts, right? Apple, Spotify, Spotify, place for podcasts. You know where they're at. Find us. We're there. Look us up. Um, again, next time we talk, we're going to do a little bit more about to, uh, 2021 predictions. Yeah. We'll be able to focus on our next one. Again, no fights coming up. So next week we'll talk more about what we think is going to happen in, in MMA in 2021. Uh, Thanks for listening. Uh, Yeah, that's it. We're tapping out. Thanks for being here.